passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You waited all week for this. Right? Now by popular demand, the Bubba the Love Sponge Show presents the best of the week. Oddly enough, that's not the same song that I that I uh, bumped in with. It's, Are you sure? I, I swear to God, no, no. Listen, here no, is here's I what I bumped you. in with. With, with. <laughs> okay, but here is now. Here's cut two. When they're 30 seconds apart, they sound familiar. They, yeah, they, they almost sound identical. Mm-hmm. Here's cut one again. I bounced in with. I mean, back to back, it's obvious they're not the same. Yeah, but. It's like all the Coldplay songs. Yeah, exactly. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> they're all good. It's all the same suck. song. <laughs> Anna, are you, a cold, you, are you a Coldplay bitch? Every uh, once in a while, oh, I like a good Coldplay song. Killers. You a not killers. so much, no. Imagine I like the Dragons. What, what was the third one? Imagine Dragons. No, or, uh, no, yeah. God, no, no. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Hype train! Oh, already? Oh, <laughs> for real? It's like you just get up and, you, and, and, you're, and your still, girlfriend's already giving you oral. It's still set for one ninety nine, Lummy, so good luck. Oh, okay. That <laughs> <laughs> looks like oh, over one today. Yeah, I mean, is there one as we speak? Yeah. Could, could it be one that we like? Listen, you can't start a hype train within the first, like, you gotta let it get, get you know. Dan, like, as soon as you walk in the operator room, they just give you the scalpel. Like, you haven't even been able to, like, you know. Yawn. Yeah, yeah, you haven't been able to scrub up or nothing. It's like, here, Dan, cut him open. Patient's still awake. Yeah. <laughs> the, the anesthesiologist is not even there yet. Dan, start cutting this guy open immediately. <laughs> now, has there, uh, Dan, like when you were doing residency and it was, was there ever things that were so life threatening that you couldn't even wait for the anesthesiologist to put oh. him TT99? Absolutely, Like man. you we, automatically start carving out the bullet? Yeah, we had this thing called Room 4, and when someone, it was a big trauma room. And back in the days of beepers, you would just get a bunch of fours on your beepers. So Which you means, holy shiz, get your, get your ass over there? Right. It means haul butt down to Room 4. And Room 4 had everything in arm's reach. I mean, you could save a life within arm's reach. Everything you needed was there. And... This is New Orleans, your residency, residency in New yeah, Orleans? Charity, yeah, charity. Charity hospital in New Orleans. And so you'd be out like on, uh, you know, on uh, what's that street called? The main street, uh, Bourbon, Bourbon Street. Street, you know, trying to pick up some hot ass. And <laughs> next thing you know, your beeper has 55 fours on it. And you're like, literally, I, you know what? I have to go save a life. That might make her want to follow you to the hospital and take care of you afterwards. <laughs> yep. The, you know, we wouldn't go too far from the hospital if we were in that kind of call. Right. And, and I got to think if you're on call, you could probably just go to dinner and, and, and like eat. Like you couldn't just be, you know, doing purple hood or shots of Long Island iced teas. Yeah. Right? You got to remember. It was New Orleans, and so there was so a little there bit was more some debauchery. Yes. Hey, uh, <laughs> even on the job. <laughs> Listen, uh, we're in room four, but the doctor coming in's had a couple. But you know, let's eternally chance to save this guy. But and I tell it, you and what, it is New Orleans. You take a charity surgeon with a couple beers in him, and he's still better than anyone still, else around the country. He's still good, right? Oh my God, they were great. And we would, and what would happen is, 
You know, there was 411 murders the last year I was there. Oh, Is that a lot for them? Or I don't know. It's, it's a good number. Yeah. And about one in five die when they get attacked with, pen with penetrating trauma, like a gunshot or a knife. Right. And so that meant there's about 2,000 people that got, you know, shot or stabbed in the belly or the they chest. They didn't die. They didn't die. Ugh. And so they would come to my hospital. We'd get literally like five, six, seven a day on a regular basis of, of you know, emergency, acute, guys about to die trauma. And when they came in, there's no anesthesia. You would, you there's would, no DT99. Nope. some 5% lidocaine on them. You don't even do that. You don't even do that. You, you just, start digging. You don't even clean. You just, you dig. You dig. You try to save the life. And, you know, we would crack a chest in the ER. We would... Ooh. We would open people wide open. We'd have people whose guts are hanging out, now, legs coming in a like, trash bag. Man, I mean, massage and is there, is there yep. li literally like if they would get on the slab and they'd be in room four and they were just too far? Like, would you say, I, I there's they're done? Like, I can't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, their vitals are like you nothing. Know. Yeah, but we would. You know, we had this one guy. I just remember this one guy in oh, particular. Um, he came in talking, and then he had one bullet hole right in his right upper part of his belly. Right behind the liver is where it got him. Oh, so but he's talking. But he's talking, and then all of a sudden he takes a dive, and as soon as he does, you know, we crack his chest. We're doing cardiac massage. We have everything wide open. We now it's a cardiac massage when you literally like yep. you know squeezing the heart in your hand like it's a potato. Yep. Like, you know, like like You're manually it, pumping it for him. Yeah, squeezing it like a little potato. Yeah, it's a little bigger than a, yeah, like big potato. That's how big your heart is. Like a tomato. Wow. It's about the size of and, a tomato. And now who gets that job? You or do you say, it, hey. It, it depends. I was that day. Oh, my God. And so at that point, can you keep a body alive from, from you yes. know, from, for squeezing it? Yes. Did you save him? You know. <laughs> okay. So we, <laughs> you know. We, <laughs> here's what happened with him. Why am I laughing? So, uh, you guys dead. I know. <laughs> no wonder you're such, no wonder you're kind of hard edge a little bit. I mean, people know, you're very, very loving and you're very soft. And you, if, if people Thank really, you. If people, not you. Oh, uh, sorry. But people really know Dan, know that he's just the sweetest thing ever. Exteriorly, he's a little grizzled. <laughs> but, Dan, I got to think, I mean, like, you know, I, I, I would maybe even cry. Like, if I'm sitting there working on a guy and, you know, he's talking to me, next thing you know, I'm squeezing his heart like a tomato. And then I've kind of somewhat become attached to that guy, and I would maybe kind of cry. Did you ever kind of cry? Yeah, you get upset sometimes. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. it depends. this guy was upsetting because... He was so nice. He had one small hole in his belly. He looked like, you know, we, we took care of guys. I remember one guy that got shot 17 times, and he made it home. He looked like a hamburger <laughs> deal, right? He didn't care. And it wasn't so, the first time he was shot. So here's just one. He's got just, <laughs> he's just got one little, one, one little, one little bullet hole. And, uh, and you're like, man. We've we got to save this guy. And so he starts, you know, he starts doing that decline. And we crack his chest open. We're doing the cardiac massage. And then we have to take him up to the operating room. Well, the operating rooms were on the 12th floor. And the reason they were so high back then is, because that hospital was invented like 100 years ago, and they didn't want bugs in the operating room, so they kept it high to keep the moisture and the bugs and the ants and all that stuff out of it. Really? So you had to take an elevator to the operating room. Well, the main elevator was you down. Couple, you got a couple kids playing on the elevator, hit every button, <laughs> snapping their gum. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we, we try to go to the special elevator, and it's down, so we have to go to the freight elevator. Well, to get to that, you have to go to the waiting room. Oh. Through the waiting room. So now we have this guy who's... Chest is cracked open. There's someone that's he's, he's intubated, so someone's like bagging the the tube. I'm squeezing the heart. I'm literally straddling him like I'm an MMA guy, squeezing the heart. Like on a full mount deal. Right on a full mount deal. Meanwhile, I have guys, you know, pull, pushing the stretcher to the to the elevator. And you got all those IV bags probably hanging, right? Uh, guys are holding them. They're just kind of like on the table. And so as we're running through the waiting room, we're leaving like a two and a half foot wide trail of blood. Oh my god! Because there's blood everywhere, and 
and everyone in the waiting room is like jumping away and screaming. Like some bitch there just get a splinter removed, and she sees all this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, right? Freak out! Like, I'm good. I'm going I'm home. I'm going home. I'm gonna <laughs> cut my own out. finger off. You see? You just see what they do there, man. They roll you right through there. Blood trails. <laughs> the guy was on his chest. Squeeze it like goes, a Dory. He came out of the splinter too. Yeah, he came in for a UTI. He came in with, came in with, a, with a bee sting, and we got this guy handled. <laughs> bee sting. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like, man, I'm cutting my finger off of the splinter deal. So we're going down this hallway to the elevator. And, and there's probably, what, flying. 12 of you? There's probably five of us, six right, of us. Right. And there was six. And then we go down this hallway, and you know how the fire extinguishers are hanging on the wall? You guys are just picking those things off. Ding, no. Ding. One of those fire extinguishers picked off one of the residents. And oh. his head hit it as he was running. Oh. And he went down. I mean, knocked him the F out. We oh, left so him. You have to just leave him. He's got yeah. no life right now. He's like, no man left behind. That's yeah, like, no child left behind. That's a concussed hat pass. Uh, yeah, he'll I mean, be fine. Please, get out of here, buddy. He'll be with your, fine. With your stage three Knock concussion. <laughs> he just goes yeah. down. Now, Dan, did you ever have a guy that you're laying there and he's getting, he, please, doc, save me, please. Oh, my God, stop. Please. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I, got that. I got a family and kids. Please, Doc. Oh, yeah, we get that all the time. One of the coolest things was this guy got stabbed in the heart. He was yeah, supposed cool. to die, that's but, that's but cool he thing. lived. He <laughs> lived. Super cool. I mean, there was, like, blood squirting to the ceiling. It was well, crazy. Now, Dan, let me ask you a question. As a doctor, when you stand, like, okay, if I cut my arm wide open or, like, on Lummy's face, you, you, you can suture and, and things like that. But how do you... How do you suture the heart? It's a tough thing. You need pledges, and it moves. So it's like trying to shoot a bunch of moving animals. So like it's as, really hard. As it's as it's beating, you're suturing it as it's beating. Oh. So you got to like almost stay half a beat ahead of itself, don't you? You got to kind of time it. Yeah, you got to kind of time it. And the sutures are ripped, so you have these little cotton pledges on it, so they don't rip through. It's really crazy. But I mean. Do, now, and do, heart, they suture heart, the, do they suture the heart? Yeah, but like, see, when you have like a heart valve replaced, or you have like open heart surgery in a controlled setting, they slow the heart down and they freeze it and they actually kind of turn it off. And freeze so your heart? Yeah. They that's put a cold hearted back. bitch right there. Anna, yep. that's what your problem is. You got a frozen heart. <laughs> they put ice in it. <laughs> well, somebody microwave Anna's heart immediately. Runs in my family, so. <laughs> yeah, she's always got ice on her heart. So, Dan, <laughs> when they're doing like major heart, heart surgery, they try to get it down to like, what's the lowest you could get a heart it down? It stops. It pretty much stops. It just kind of sits there and just kind of like every few seconds you'll see it kind of do a little twitch. Really? Yeah, well, they can shut it down. They how shut it down. They... Then they can suture it like, you know, like it's a face. This is a dumb question, but then how do you not die? Because they they warm it up. Chris? <laughs> Karen? Uh, so hold on, Dan. But the heart, you're saying as they're suturing the heart, then the heart. Yeah, they put you on bypass. So what they do is they put a bunch of big. They heart for you. They heart for you. They put you on a big bypass oh. machine with giant tubes, and they run. They they flow the blood for you. Oh, and then okay, why they okay. do that? They 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 freeze your heart, slows it down. They suture it. They do whatever valve replacement they're doing, and then they start warming it up, and it comes back most of the time. So, Dan, let me ask you a question. <laughs> is there only really two things that keep you alive, and that is blood flow through the brain is pretty much what keeps you. You know, yes. thinking and living. Yes, your brain. So your brain creates you so off, much waste. You need to keep that blood flow going. So, if you cut off either two of those sources, either you've done something to the brain stem, so you can't get electric signals up there anymore, or or blood, or you've done something to the blood supply. You know, those are those are the two those are the two deal breakers, right? You need blood flow more than you need oxygen. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, does your and your brain's the one that tells you to get to get the oxygen, right? Yes. But so can you, and I guess if you're a vegetable and you're alive, that means you could potentially have a strong heart, but your wiring's messed up, right? 
Yeah, but, but if your once you're a vegetable, up, but yeah, but once you're back, like you know, like you, you talk about a vegetable, like sort of had like a big brain injury. Yeah. So those people still have the. And by the way, I'm not making fun, I'm not making fun of those people. I'm just talking about this medically. Yeah. They still yeah. have normal brainstem functioning. So that's that's a really basic trait to 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 know to breathe when your CO2 starts rising. I mean, that's like a basic animal. Uh, reflex, and so you got to get really into the brain to slow that reflex down. And aren't people in a vegetative state often aren't, do don't, aren't, don't they, aren't they on like life support? Like it they depends. have a machine breathing it, for them? It, not all. Oh, okay. Not all. It depends. It depends. Everyone's a little different. You know, but there's see, people you that can... are sturdy, really sturdy medically, but they have no brain function. But uh, like Lummy. Like Lummy. Exactly. Who walks around in the vegetative Lummy, you're sturdy as hell, but I mean, your brain functions are, you know, I don't know. We, we don't know where it's like suboptimal. I'm a vegetable. You're a functioning vegetable. That should be your name. Follow the balloons. I'm a sturdy, functioning vegetable. Yeah, I'm like the chicken palace park. But oh, uh, uh, Shivo. Shivo. Yeah. oh god! So, but but Dana, uh, you can keep. A, can you keep a person? You can keep a person alive, you know, uh, by em, by emulating the heart on a machine during surgery, right? Right. Can you keep a person alive to, uh, for for the brain, or there's no brain thing? Like you, know, you can hook hook him up to a machine and it makes his blood go. You know, but yeah, I you don't can think be you can hook up to a brain machine. Can no, no, you? No, not really. And you can be brain dead essentially, so to the point where like you have no cognitive functioning. You you can't you know you can't follow the balloons. You can't talk. You can't respond. But you're still alive. But you can still breathe because yeah. your heart's just kicking ass down there. And it's your brain stem. So the brain stem is like the deep part of the bottom of your brain that really controls the your involuntary life functions. functions. The involuntary functions. And so. Voluntary thought is sophisticated. Involuntary functions like just it's eating primitive. and breathing are way more primitive, and, and they're basic and they're protected. That's why I'm real good at them. No, yeah, you're a good breather. Eating and breathing, best breather ever. Let me look at. Do you know? Do you see the hat that I have on? I was uh, yes. Yes. I was excited. Thank you so very much. That in my tarpon, uh, the minor league uh, race team, tarpon. Tampa oh, tarpon. Got, Tampa did tarpon. Did give that to you? Yes, he oh, did. Oh, wow, part of my birthday. Hat. That's so yeah. nice of you. Now, why is there a rib behind this hat? <laughs> Lummy, what's, what's the what, Lummy? Well, no. What's the no, rib the behind rib, the, the hat? The rib's on Lummy, kind of. But. I had to go return the hat I bought you first and got get you a different hat. Why? Because I got you a Packers hat. <laughs> oh, and I'd already gotten a Packers yeah, hat. Yeah, you said, well, it doesn't count if the first one's on the batters. <laughs> oh, So no. I went and returned it. Oh, Lummy, I'm so sorry. It's okay. But I, you know, I, I, he had all gift wrapped up, gift wrapped up, ready to give it to you, and well, Anna gave it to you first, and he goes, "Well, guess I have to hold on to that." <laughs> well, Lummy, I will tell you, it, I, the 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 Packers hat that Anna got me, that's the kind like the kind of the, the flat build. Flat, oh, I love those hats. So if you got, so if you'd got me another one, it would have been not nearly as cool as this Tampa. You know, yeah, it wouldn't have stuck out. This one here, and, and I wore Anna's hat. I think I think I wore it Saturday. <gasps> At the racetrack, and Tyler won. Oh, oh, so it's a lucky hat, hat now. His first East Bay win. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. And I put it up on our Facebook page. Um, oh, I didn't see it. I have to go look. I think, yeah, I think it's up there. I heard that he won, but I didn't see it. <clears throat> oh, my God. It was, well, unless the, the guys that kept spinning out and the lapped guys who almost killed everybody. It was really a good race. And I don't know. Maybe you guys can send me a link. Anytime I try to sign into our Facebook from this particular computer, it makes me like well, then, triple verify it, and I just don't have time for it. You're still gonna have to do that. <sighs> Somebody could just send me a clip. It's on D and D Productions Facebook, and then I'm, I shared it on mine. But the entire race is up there, including the cautions. You got to kind of fast forward it. But, but if, if somebody... it's still on Facebook, you're gonna have to log in though. Jesus, I don't know why my Facebook on this particular computer makes me do like triple verification, bunch of nonsense. Did you cry? Yeah, how did you know? I just was asking. I figured, you know, you said it's his first one at East I Bay. Did. I did cry. I did. And, the, and uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I cried just a little bit. And then, 
I was standing on a big hill and turn going into turn three. The, the real big one? Yeah, the real big okay, one. Yeah. Well, he won, and there's this little, the, there's this back gate at East Bay. It's right. locked. But if, if they need to open it up, like to get some a fire truck or something on there, they can. But they keep it kind of locked. You know, it's not normal to keep it open. It's not an entrance to the track. It's kind of an emergency kind of deal. Right. Well, all right, here it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll play here in a minute. Well, um, I, the, I was with some people, and they were going to slip through that little part of the gate and then go down to Winter Circle and be with Tyler because it was, you know, it was his first mm-hmm. race. Well, I couldn't. I was like the fat kid who couldn't make it to the gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. make it to the hall? So, so there's a gate that's chained It's chained up, right. but it still had a little opening in it, right. like a gap. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we're just going to squeeze through the gap. Like Come on, Dan could have made it through. You could have made it through. Cave could have made it through. Lummy maybe could have made honest right on through the lake. So they're all having a big victory <laughs> celebration because I couldn't get there. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't squeeze through the gate. So I was like the fat your head in there. Guys, guys, let me, I'm stuck. Let me in. Exhale. I, I, could, I couldn't get through the gate, and Tyler's pulling into Winter Circle, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to be there. So I had to watch Winter Circle. Is that why you're crying? That's, that's, he was crying, stuck in the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess Tyler was like, I don't know where my dad is, but man, I really want to. He's stuck in the gate and turned I, I, I Tyler didn't know I was stuck in the gate. He was like, I don't know where my dad is, but I really, man, my dad and I have been working hard on a car, and and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, and, your and dad I, and laughed I, earlier. He knew you and were going to do and it. And I'm listening to this through the, through the sound system, but I can't get there because I can't get over the gate. Do you think about jumping it? Yeah, oh, there's okay. No, there's no jumping a gate, Lonnie. Isn't it like oh. 20 feet tall? You're like the daddy yeah. gorilla trying to watch his son sing on Sing. Yeah, I'm just, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. My little gorilla. My little gorilla won. And the big silverback couldn't be there to, to celebrate uh, with the little gorilla. Yeah. This is right after the movie. It's just... So anyway, Tyler won on Saturday, awesome. and it was a great race, and he made a couple gangster-ass moves. Oh, and uh, Oh, yeah, here it is. And it's on, it's on our face. It's on the Bubba the Love Sponge Show Facebook uh, page, and I think uh, my buddy Delgado is the one that taped it. I can Richard? go— uh, No. Aww. Well, there's a bunch of Delgados. <laughs> Paul Delgado. <laughs> Hold on here. Let me just—I just, just want to fast-forward. Hold on. Let me just— Kind of fast forward it to, you know, which maybe I should do. Go into maybe I should okay. do words. Yeah, let's do that. Now, well, I'm going to keep going a little Is bit. Is there longer. any video of you in the gate? No. <laughs> yeah, no. I just stuck. No, there's no there's no video of me in the gate. Mm-mm. So what I'll do is blitz ne- during the next hot mic. I'll write down some okay. uh, some points and that, some pickup points to show, and that way I'm not awkwardly just trying to get you know get through it. Yeah. Dan, what'd you do this weekend? Seems like you might have uh, had a kind of a relax. I finally uh, had a relaxing weekend. I needed one. Good. I uh, watched my son lose in football Friday night. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, nice. Well, he was Did playing you cry? flag football. Did you cry? <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried. I tried to climb over the home. fence, but my plants got stuck. And <laughs> your plants? My pants. No, so so you're, by the way, your your son is what uh, nine? Nine. nine? Nine. Yeah, he's playing flag and football, he, and he's playing like the pee wee flag football kind of deal. Right. Like it's a lot his of first year. Right. He's really excited about it. And he's Dan got his has cleats been, in his mouth hold here. On. Of course, he's got carbon fiber everything. Yeah. And Dan has been. We haven't really been talking about it, but. Dan's been after work at night. He's been taking his son and a couple of his kids. They go over to the house because Dan's got like four football fields worth of right. turf there. And Dan's <laughs> been throwing them passes and teaching them little, you know, different uh, techniques and, and some plays and some, you know, uh, running back in motions. And so Dan's been working with his kid and a couple of other neighborhood kids uh, like for the past couple of weeks. Right, Dan? Yes. They're, they're coached by like some high school kids that volunteered. And so we're at the game, and it turns out the coach's dad is a friend of mine. So I'm like, dude, how come my kid ain't playing offense? No, hold on, Dan. 
<laughs> Hold on. So the coach is a friend of yours. The coach's son, the, the coach's dad is a friend. Right. And, okay. so I hadn't seen him in like 10 years. Right. But his son, his older son, is coaching your little kid. Right. He, he plays football plant. Right. Okay. And so how many games have your kids had? Two. Two. And you're not happy with where they've positioned your kid? No, he was playing, he was playing defense only. Yeah, and defense and flag football Sucks. is like, really? You just hey, sit there. The only technique that teaches, hey, little Johnny, grab that flag. That's yeah, it. That's it, all. Pretty there's, much there's the no zone. plays. There's no, no. You know, there's no catching the ball. There's no really blocking anybody. It's just, hey, when you see a little kid, grab that flag. And stay in your zone. <laughs> yeah, and stay, but stay in, like, you know, when you're nine, you don't know what staying in a zone means. You know, <laughs> you're just out there running around trying to catch some kid with the flag, right? Right, exactly. But whereas offense, you know, you get to hide the ball, you, got, you, can, you can actually throw it to somebody. So, and they did and runs, and they were doing sprints, and my kid's the fastest kid on the team. Okay. And the second tallest. All right. So, um, and they got him at what? Like safety? Left left side on the front of the three. On the it's defense. like a 3-3 three, three zones de- defense. He's but on the left he's, side. I think he's an edge rusher or something. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to rush unless there's a run. Oh, yeah, so that's even worse. So you oh, have to sit there. Just, 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 and wait it's for so a guy. Yeah. Right. So you flipped out. You're like, my kid is not going to be the kid that sits here and waits for a flag to come his way. My little Danny is going to be a wide out, a running back, or a quarterback. Right. That's how it's going to be. Well, he doesn't have to be the quarterback, but because they got this like long haired blonde kid, the quarterback. Like the, kid from, like... Cle- like the kid from Clemson. <laughs> exactly. Little Trevor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he rolls up. He's, so okay. he, he's automatically the quarterback because he even looks like a <laughs> looks cool guy. too cool, right? right. So he rolls up. He's a quarterback. But little Danny needs. To be a wideout, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what I'd like him to do. And so, and you've um, been practicing wideout. And I've been practicing with him. And again, like yesterday, um, you know, I was like throwing passes to him and, and running plays and, and running patterns. And after, so the, goes, after the loss, after the loss, and the loss was You're a really dad. frustrating loss. Both teams got three touchdowns. My team is down thirteen nothing in the first two minutes. Right. And so they finally score, and they go for two. I'm like, who goes for two in the first half? And then they, they don't get it. And then they score again, and then they go for two. And so now it's 12 to 13. So in the fourth— Man, That's a the, real barn burner. I might <laughs> want to go start watching this. It sounds like some good football. So in the fourth— In the, in the second half— 12 the, to 13 with nine-year-olds, I'm in. So in the second half, they score again. And well, so now the, it's 20. The other team. Yeah, now it's 20 to 13. And then in the last drive of the game, our team scores— and now it's 18 to 20, last play of the game. They go for two points. And? And they throw the ball. The guy catches it on the one-yard line and gets his flag pulled. So oh, and of course, and of course you're like little Danny and I've been practicing that corner route all week, bitch. <laughs> all you had to do was throw in uh, double D Diaco for the corner coffin, Willie. Yep. He would have kept got he one foot in, boom. One foot in. That's all he you had to have. In. One foot. That's in. all you wanted more than anything. Is was a corner route, Danny deal, and they dropped him out. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't play him on that one. So um, this practice, they did play him as, as a wide receiver in practice yesterday, and he was catching everything, scored a touchdown. It was it was a good day for him. So I think that. We'll play him this year, I mean, right. this week. So after the game, when when did you cut a promo on the coach, the coach's dad? Oh, during the game. I'm like, dude, he's just sitting there. Look at him. He's, he's sitting there with his finger in his nose, bored out of his mind. I mean, switch him up. You can't just have these guys play offense and these three so kids. Here's some, not... dad, here's some dad in the stands. He's just there watching he's his like son coach. He's twice and two and a half times your age. Next thing you know, he's got Dan over here, Dr. Diaco, and he, and he wants to tell him, hey, listen, buddy, pack sand. But you can't because it's Dr. Diaco. You know, I mean, you know. There's a certain amount of standing that you have in the community, so you cannot just really tell the hey, listen, Dad, let the, let my just let it, let the kids be kids, okay, buddy? You can't tell Dan that. No. So what, what does your, what does your what does the guy tell you when you say hey, my kids should be out there playing? He said done. Consider it done. 
Dan gets it. Now checking in the game, star wide receiver. He was the, he was the left side defensive nobody, but now he's checking in the game after a a call that his dad blew into another guy on the bleachers. And now entering the game, uh, Danny Diaco. So he's got the gloves coming this with week. the $7,000 cleats and the $4,000 gloves. Are they gold? No, he's in the Minnesota Vikings, so they're purple and gold. He's yes, right. they are gold. So <laughs> there's a speck of purple on them. <laughs> a little purple and some gold. So a lot of gold. They uh, so after after the game, were you like, okay, son, let's go uh, over to our four football fields that we have at our house, and let's throw some of these uh, uh, passes? Are you like, were you that guy? No, I was really proud of them because they were down two touchdowns. They came back, and you know they lost the last play of the game. I, they all they did that a was great Romina job. there. Yes. Oh, Donnie. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> she has, she has, for, for real, Dan. She's like, where's the soccer ball? <laughs> so, so, Dan, like, for real, you're like, Romina, we're, we're down by, we have to go for two. Oh, uh, Johnny, I do not on. know what that's me. So did she just sit there and, and play on Instagram all, all like what is what is pretty your, much yeah stares off into the distance. Do you guys sit on opposite <laughs> sidelines? <laughs> no, no. Do you make her sit on the other sidelines? No, Romina, that's the better one. Go over there. <laughs> yeah, you can sit there by yourself in this little chair. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> actually the games are crowded. Really? Oh yeah. Do they charge you get in? No. No. Is it at Plant High? No. It's at like uh, off of like Independence and Veterans. There's like oh, a little. Oh yeah, that's the one we were gonna yeah. Skyway. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, it's called like, the Skyway. That's, where, course, Lummy, that's where you were yeah, going to yeah. jump yesterday. That's not necessarily yeah. where we're playing. <laughs> that's where you're going to jump. He's trying to drown himself Skyway. in that pond. Skyway. That's, that's the first thing Lummy thinks is just Skyway, because that's where he's headed most of the time until Ashley calls him off. <laughs> and, and, the, and the footbridge is only about six feet off the water. Yeah. You're not going to die. So they did they like think, I think when Tyler played uh, flag I think they shortened the field to like maybe sixty yards or something like that. Do they shorten? Yeah, the, yeah. it's not a full field. Yeah, you it's got artificial no. turf too, right? Plus those. Yes. Oh, you guys were on artificial. Oh, we Don't were on. We were on. We were on some ghetto ass uh, mm. where Tyler played sand with some weeds. In Tyler, it. <laughs> but Tyler played in high school. Tyler's league was the Lakewood league down oh. down there, or you know, like you know, Tierra Verde. Like there's two sides of the tracks down there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where I used to live, my side of the tracks, and then the other side of the tracks. Well, we our football Tyler's district to play Pee Wee football was on that side of the tracks over there, over on Lake by Lakewood. Right. And then Brent goes, "Oh no, don't." Sign up at my house. So then he ended up being a Northeast Bandit. Tyler was, oh, a, North, cool. Tyler was yeah. a Northeast Bandit. Those are way cooler. And uh, it, it, I think, I think he played, I think he played two or three years of it. When do they start tackling, Dan? They, like they, eighth grade. Eighth grade they tackle. Yeah. And eighth, and so that's that's kind of the difference here in Florida. Like in Indiana, they well, no, I, I think they took football out of all of. Uh, elementary and middle schools. I don't think, I think that has to be like within the little peewee community now because when I was growing up, uh, that football, youth football was still through the school. Hmm. Like uh, fourth, Oh, fifth. it's independent now. Yeah, yeah see, it's, like it's when, I, when I went, it was fourth, fifth, and sixth was the element, was the Madison elementary team. And you'd go play the Lincoln team or the, you know, the Washington team. The other, the other five or six elementary schools that are in your area, you they'd have teams too. But now, I don't know when it, it Independent, like they took football out of high. They took they took youth football out of the schools. At a, I don't know when. Well, I know that when I was growing up, it wasn't in schools, and they went based on size and weight. Yeah. And when I was like elementary school, they wanted me to play against like high school kids. Yeah, because you're here. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not playing. Plus, I looked at your dong and be like, man, this isn't a little this man. This kid's an 18 year old. I mean, this kid might be in you know seventh grade, but he has the dong of a senior. <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to be out there. Yeah, imagine yeah, that's how they that's how they that's how they stratified all the players just by their D length. Yeah, like see when I played and when I played youth football, it wasn't you know it was 
uh, you could be 180 going against like a you know a, a 82 pound guy and you'd smash his face in. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to do. But yeah. they're like, no, you're in fifth grade and you got to play against a, a, someone in ninth grade. Right. Like, yeah, See, no. We had age stratification, but there was also weight limits. Like yeah. no 135 was the no. most you're allowed to weigh in my league. And we had just one guy named Terry Heil. Uh, and he was on the other team. Oh, yeah, you said he was like had a full beard. Full fifth beard, grade. full everything. Well, he was like, you know, when you're in like, let's say you're in, let's say sixth grade. I don't know how, you're probably maybe as a lineman, maybe 125 or 130 as a lineman, you know? Well, Terry Terry Heil was in sixth grade, but he'd been held back two times. Oh, God. So he's supposed to be in eighth grade. Is he massive? Well, yeah, so he played for Lincoln. <laughs> and like, we were probably like five, eight. 140. Those were the big guys, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, Terry Ohio was like 6'1", 185, like a grown man. And you, he would literally, you go to attack him, he'd have five of us on him, and he'd be dragging him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, literally, you, you'd have a guy on his right leg, a That's guy on fair. his left leg, and a guy around his waist, and he'd still be getting like eight yards with three guys on him at all times. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, and like, so I can remember, we had, I had a coach Digatano. Phil Digatano was our Madison school football coach, and we knew we were playing Terry Ohio. And he goes, this is how we're going to get that high old kid. Clem, you're going to grab one of his legs. Plumber, you're going to grab one of his little legs. And then Bart, Hanif, instead of trying to track him uh, around the waist, put your helmet right in his balls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and so we practiced on this one teacher who was a big guy at that week, and he would get the football, and me and Larry would ta- get his legs, and Bart Hanif would come and try to spear his balls. To knock this guy over, and so what, what a the first time Terry Heil gets the <laughs> listen, the first time Terry Heil gets the ball, it's like a twenty-six sweep, right? So I'm over there, Larry's over there. We got him. I'm a lineman. Larry's a lineman. We got this Terry Heil, and he's dragging us. And Bart Hanif comes in to spear his balls, but Bart misses and hits Larry in the head, and then that <laughs> makes us completely let Terry Heil go, and he goes for like an eighty-two yard touchdown. <laughs> Spear, instead of spearing Terry's balls, he hit Larry in the head. Not <laughs> just all off of Terry Heil. He just sprinted another 81 yards after he had three guys on him. Can you imagine that in the NFL? You got three guys on you, and then you just break loose and, 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 and go for 80 yards. That was... They didn't even care how big you were. They didn't, they didn't even check birth certificates. <laughs> I mean, Terry Heil was shaving. We didn't even have any pubic hair on our like, – we had no hair on our wieners. And Terry Heil was, like, full-blown shaving yeah, in, in eighth grade. It's wrong. Did you guys have any well, – Steven you... was like that. Steve was full-blown shaving at, like, nine, ten years old. Lummy, when were you shaving? Six? Uh, <laughs> when I peaked. Uh, like, uh, seventh grade, eighth grade. You were shaving. Yeah, I had like that little uh, weird mustache and the, some sideburns, <laughs> and then it all came in. Now, Anna, do do girls in sports like, you know, do they, they look, shave? No, no, but Their like, beards. but do they like look at the other girls, you know, pubic hair and be like, oh my god, she's got hair and we don't, because us guys do that. Um, like it's all about how much pubic hair you got. I I don't know. By the time I was like in middle school and stuff. We like no one was like showering. Yeah, naked. no one does that anymore. Oh, yeah, really? They don't do that anymore. Not really. No, no, not in right. school. They don't. Remember, Bob? I don't think like you that can first day in school with anybody. Anymore. Remember that first day in middle school, Bob? I don't know if they did it up there, but I remember here we had like a meeting with all the PE coaches, and they taught us how to shower after PE. 
No. <laughs> and how to dry yourself. And I mean, literally, they had to teach us how to dry ourselves. One at a time. Is that guy <laughs> in jail like, now? They said, listen, <laughs> after this guy dries his butt, don't pick up his towel and dry your face. I yeah. mean, literally, it was that basic of a lesson. No, they just you just get your own towel. You wash yourself and dry. They just had our, they just, this is all the, the rules they gave us. Hey, bring uh, your own shampoo and your own thing of soap uh, and get in there and don't pee on people. And they didn't and, have to tell us that. No, one. they didn't. Just don't, you know. Just, and then there would be a coach, like reading a magazine, like Sports Illustrated, or you know, with a big hole in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they would. He would just his, all the like all the boys' locker rooms were always like the coach's office was near the shower, but it wasn't like with a giant window. But it wasn't in <laughs> the shower. Mirror. No, he just kept the door open, and he could kind of glance to make sure you weren't in there. You know, doing still naked and not screaming. Yeah. There was like a little. <laughs> Coach opened his door up and he could see the shower, but it wasn't really next to the shower. And he'd just keep his door open while you were in there showering. You know, you'd be in there just snapping towels and doing stupid guy stuff. And everyone would be like, you got to set it out of there. But you'd be looking at your gutter. You know, the first thing you looked for is, remember when you got, do you guys remember when you got your first pubic hair? Yeah. I do. It was no. one little strand. Dan, do you remember when you got your free? You're like, oh my god, I got a, I got a black hair down there. It I no came longer like have a... one in. No, I don't remember like a little, like a Homer Simpson pubic hair. <laughs> yeah, I had, why did I have one little I, curl? I don't, I don't remember. I remember you get, you get like one little black hair, and you because you don't everything because you look like a baby down there, and st- if you don't have any hair down there, you look like a baby. You got like a baby D. I just remember one day it looked different. Don't you shave now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just perseverate <laughs> yeah, on it. But you want a baby D. I mean, you want the appearance oh of a baby D now because it's, oh. it's clean. Do you? But back then, you want as much uh. hair as you can get because it shows you that you're a man. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're men. Sure. We know that we're men now. But when you're like in sixth grade and you get your first, first pubic hair, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm becoming a man. Yeah, you go brag to man. all your boys. I can't do the, I can't do the zero nothing. I can't do that. Can't zero escape? No. Oh, Looks I, weird, man. If my, in fact, my arms are kind of grown out right now. Oh, I got to hear that. I got to in my hair. Flexing you, you, your you, new. Uh... You don't even want me to take my uh, hat off. Yeah, what do you got on your on your wrist yeah, there? Yeah, what's sponge? that? Oh, yeah. I had we had a little bit of a birthday party at Tara's house yesterday. Oh. And, well, you know, that, me too, but it's her house, and and she got me an Apple Watch. Oh. Uh-huh. And I've been wearing blitz out over getting me an apple watch and mm-hmm. he had to keep me at bay at her direction it was a big yes. whodunit deal i knew that that's what she wanted to get you and i had to keep telling now now for real they were out of stock for a while and then i talked to her a couple weeks ago and she's like well i'm gonna get it for him and so i mostly got it because i wanted to monitor my sleep okay because that's kind of yeah. like what i'm went in by the, by the way you take it off at night to charge it well, no, I, you leave it on. No, no. So I'm kind of like, as soon as I get off the air today, Dan, I'll probably put it on the charger. I have a couple new bands for you, too, by the way, Sponge. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, the different different types. So last, you guys know that I'm very regimented. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to do something. I got to eat at 3. I got to take my pills at 5. I got. I like to be asleep by 6, 30, or 7. Because the I just, it's the only thing that makes me feel good in, in, during this COVID deal. It seems like the only thing, and I still am a little bit hoarse, and I still feel a little sick. Not mm-hmm. not contagious sick. Yep. Dan, I don't think, I, I think I had four negative tests. You're and, fine as far as contagious yeah. is concerned. But what about the steroids? You still doing them, or you do like one a day? No, I'm, I'm all my breathing treatments, I'm, I, I, wa- I wound it down to one today, and now okay, I'm, and now I'm out. Zero. Okay, right. you weaned it good. Right. So, but I still feel, I still got a little bit of a cough every once in a while. I feel still feel congested, and I still feel kind of, and I know that people are going to, think I'm a pussy and a paper tiger, but I still feel kind of worn out. 
Like That's I, common. People say they feel worn out for a month or two afterwards. Yeah. yeah so I, okay. So I still feel like overly tired. Me to too. The, to the point where are you f- being for real, Blitz? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I went kayaking Saturday a lot, and then I got home and I felt great. And I was like, man, this is awesome. And I was like, I gotta take a nap. Yeah. Like so all of a sudden I was just tired. I I, I haven't even got back to the Clem gym because I, I can't because I, I can't get up. Because I just cannot, I just, I feel as if I just have to sleep and I'm just really, really tired. And um, so one of the things that I wanted to get one of these, I, these uh, I watch, you know, thing is that they have a sleep thing. Mm-hmm. And so I did my first sleep thing last night and I didn't do that good. Oh no, were you waking uh, up? I didn't do that well. What are the metrics? Is it like oxygen intake? Or? Yeah. So I, I said that I slept 10 hours. Or you were in bed for 10 hours. Okay, all right. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was in bed for 10 hours. Jesus. It, it said I only got six hours of restful sleep. So, and it shows this little graph of disruptive yeah. sleep versus light sleep versus restful sleep. And so it says sleep sleep disruption, 4.9 or 8%, and that's considered high. And then my oxygen level during sleeping was 94%. And but Dan, so if I you know was in bed for let's say even asleep for like nine hours, and I only got six hours of restful sleep, doesn't that mean that I'm really not getting good sleep, right? Exactly. And so that means even though I think I'm sleeping, my body really isn't sleeping to the point of being able, you know, because I think that's when your body kind of repairs itself, do you, right? Do you have sleep apnea? Um, yes and no. Because I mean, if you wake up a lot, like Jay wakes up about. A- Thirty times. A I don't minute. wake up, but a lot. he won't. He won't re- remember. You won't uh, remember it. Yeah, you no, don't no. know you're doing so it. So you don't. Yeah, yeah you don't I don't. Know. I don't really wake. I probably am waking up. You but do. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do. You probably do go through a sleep study. I'm not doing that. Why not? Why? Because that's so job. I'm what? not doing that. But it I'm really. Th- but I'm thinking that. We'll get maybe but an I'm thinking, deal. But hold on. See, but he Sundays. Sundays, Dan, are the worst for me because I'm having the. I'm gonna. I've had two days of out out of my schedule. So tonight, which is my first day back on schedule, I'm gonna see where I where I see it breaks it all down for you and all this kind of stuff. I gotta think that I'll do better tomorrow night because it's not. I haven't had two days outside of my little cycle. You know what I'm saying? Well, Zolt just gave us but an I update. Did, yeah, but break I, that down, Lummy. What's that, Lummy? Zolt just gave us an update. You're supposed oh. to be exactly 290 today. Oh no, probably lower, right? No, 290. It's 290. 290 yeah. Oh, I, I that 288.7 on Friday. Yeah, that didn't make my Monday any better? Are you close? I, well, I didn't even th- no. Oh, Did you? Well, I it was your I birthday for- party yesterday. Yeah, and, and you know, you and guys, Friday, you and you guys wouldn't believe cake. how tough it is to eat responsible. And there's when, four cakes when you around. have four parties. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I had a party Friday night, and then we Friday had, morning we had one here. Yeah, we, yeah, Friday morning I had a party, cake, you know, mm-hmm. food. Festivities, and then Friday night we did Bubba One Ninety Nine, yep. and I had a party, cake, pizza. pizza, festivities, and then Saturday Tyler and his girlfriend they brought a cake over mm-hmm. <clears throat> before we went to the track, and we had a little something something, and then you go to the track, and you got to get you a cheeseburger and some fries, you know, because you're at the track. Yeah, yeah you have to. And then Sunday yesterday we had a noon get together at t- at my me and Tara's place with. Uh, a little bubble party with cake and food and pizza. What kind it's of food? pimp with four parties and pleasantries. <laughs> what kind of food? Yeah, was but now there? he's like three ten. Like uh, a gangster. <laughs> um, it, I, I told her I just wanted pizza. It's easier. Oh. I didn't want to. I didn't want her. <laughs> I didn't want her to have to cook. You know, just like just order some pizza. So we like some dom. I had Domino's three times this week. 
That's so awesome. I probably am not 290 on the money, which is making me more depressed because it's tough to look to, to, to be Johnny Fitness during your birthday weekend. Yeah. Is it not? No, it's tough. I mean, how do you say no to a, to your birthday cake? Sorry, you went out and bought a $26, you know, Publix cake. I can't have any of it. What kind of cakes were they? Well, well there was like four different. I mean, we got to break it all down to the cake. You know. What's your favorite one? Um, my, my favorite one was this one that my sister got from this oh, this restaurant in Palm Harbor that specializes in Ohio stuff. So it's an what? Ohio cake? It's called an Ohio, no, uh, either a Michigan or an Ohio bump cake. B-U-M- oh, I know what bump cakes are. Yes. Those are really good. <clears throat> yeah, not like a bunt. No, 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 a bump. A bump. Yeah, what's B- the difference? Bumpy What's a bump? Cake. And it's kind of yeah, like it's kind of like a a, co- a ho ho cake. Yeah, mm-hmm. with you know, like the, white frosting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know. What you can only about. it's oh. called like either Ohio or a Michigan bump cake. And there's this place in Palm Harbor that only sells stuff from like Ohio, like Ohio specialties. I didn't know Ohio had so many different type of foods. But I think it's called. They have one, the bump cake. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) True. And so we had an Ohio bump cake for my my cake yesterday. And it was was awesome. I had like three pieces of it, three small little pieces. But then then you start picking at it. You know, like if it's your cake, yep, this is exactly what it was right here. Yeah, Anna's bump cake is a little different. It's bumpy cake. It, it, now, is it, is it an Ohio deal? It, or well, I remember in Michigan. <laughs> shut up, Dan. It uh, might be, I think it might be a Michigan Yeah, deal. I remember seeing it in Michigan on a lot of menus. Yeah, the Michigan the Michigan bump cake. I think it's Michigan. But there's the this only pla- good thing Michigan has to offer. And, but there's this place in Palm Harbor, supposedly, that has only, like, Michigan stuff. Hmm. And I didn't know how much. I didn't know that Michigan had anything really worth eating. You know, I didn't know Detroit-style pizza is good. Oh, it's the best. Now, where they had all that water problems? No, hold on. That's yeah, Flint. Flint. <laughs> yeah, this is Flint. I don't know why I'm laughing. Letting hey. the water is killing people. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with brown water. First of all, Detroit has its own type of pizza, but Flint has its own type of water. <laughs> when you drink it, you'll have instant diarrhea. Instantly. It's for yeah. weight loss. They should have spas in Flint. It'll make you lose weight because they just feed you that water. All you do is poop your brains <laughs> yeah, out all for you time. Yeah. And then you die. Make your own bump cake. And then you die. But then you don't have to live in Michigan anymore, so it's a win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show's best of the week. After this. We now return to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show's best of the week. I don't know if Chad or somebody suggested, by the way, the Bubba the Love Sponge Show freshly recovered from COVID-19. Speaking of which, I had a question about that. I uh, will be getting my antibody levels checked soon. I'll be able to tell you how effing resilient I am. I did not die. I was close to dying. Dan saved me from dying. That's according to the CDC guidelines. Yes, Blitz, your COVID question. Uh, Yeah, I would like to know what impairment or existing health conditions we all have that will preclude us from having to wear a mask on the fair day. Oh, we have to wear masks? Yeah, but unless you have a health condition. So uh, what uh, what health condition do we have? Um, Stupidity. Well, that's good for Lummy. So <laughs> now, now Lummy, I mean, Blitz, are you saying when we are going into the... Masks are to be worn in all indoor spaces and outdoors when not asthma. consuming food we have and drink. So you, listen. Unless an impairment or an existing health condition. So you think you might have to wear a mask when you buy your ticket? Then Entry you just... will be denied without a face mask. Okay. So are you thinking, Blitz, they're giving you the Iggy Iggy? Don't forget, Ron DeSantos is our lovely governor, mm-hmm. and I love him. 
And by the way, he's Denzel's so stupid. Denzel texted me yesterday and goes, "Hi, babe. I want to get on that DeSantos uh, tech, uh, tip. He's going to be Th- the next president." Did you say thanks for listening to the show, Denzel? I'm like, uh, "Hey, Johnny, seven <laughs> months ago." Yeah, that's what I said to him. So we know Ron DeSantos is going to be the next president. We know that. We love him. He's from Dunedin. If you would go ask Ron DeSantos, he was going through high school when I was at my you know most naughtiest peak here in Tampa. So he definitely knows who the hell I am. And probably a lot. You know what? I bet you deep down, Ron DeSantos is Bubba Army. That's right. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. When Ron DeSantos was in high school, when I was doing like 98 Rock, No Panties Thursday, Strippers, you know, Dilda, all, you know, all the stuff I used to, the, the cool stuff. So I had and that's someone... when Ron DeSantos was like a senior in high school. So I was like that guy on the radio. Ron DeSantos is Bubba Army. Ask him. What, Blitz? Someone in the chat room, and I had someone just text me that said you have to have a mask when you're like when you're buying tickets in to get in, and, they, and once you're in, they are not enforcing masks. Yeah, at that's all. exactly it. That's that on the so. website, Blitz. I got to tell you, you know, right? Wow, 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 wow. But really, they're like, hey, just wear your mask when you're buying your tickets, and then whatever. Yeah, we we're not gonna. And how would you have? To, how would you like to be the guy that had your job was to go mask and police? To, yeah, the mask police. You're instantaneously the person's not really digging what you're trying to t- tell yeah. them, right? Yeah, yeah, fun police. Yeah. I'm not the fair, man. Leave me alone. I know yeah. what I'm getting into. I'm not the fair. I'm trying to ride to Himalaya and not throw up, okay? You think I'm worried about droplets, bitch? I went through stage seven of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Well, you, if you're just constantly eating, then you don't have to wear a mask. Right. Which was honest. Was, you know, that's, that's what you love, right? You love eating or watching people I eat. I like watching people eat. But I could just bring like a now, water bottle and now, just pretend like I'm. But hold on, sipping on it. As much as you're going to be able to watch people eat, yeah, on Friday, is it going to overwhelm? Like you're going to just completely just be orgasming the entire time? Full wop. It'll be just like Friday, and she'll be sleeping she's passed like, out the whole time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't get him on Friday. Oh, Friday, Friday. I mean, Lauren, you passed out after ten seconds? No. We'll, we'll talk about that all. I don't want to. Anna was not the life of the party from the after no, party. Wasn't. We had a little after party. And she just, oh, she does the same thing every time. Every single well, time. Well, you start playing every NASCAR, time. and I just, you the know. NASCAR was not on. We I just, just kind of tapped out. No, that's, <laughs> no, no. But we were just all kind of hanging out, talking, and next thing you know, <laughs> you, you <pulled> <laughs> every time. I can't help it. It doesn't matter what we're watching yep. on TV, what we're talking about, what we're doing, about 18 minutes. In. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> Ow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just party your ass off so hard for the on-air party, and then you just, like, are just... Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stress involved during the night. Um, uh, listen, <laughs> Brazel, formerly Brazel Tire Rick, and now, uh, what is it, Zero SOS. Tolerance Rick? SOS. SOS. I'm sorry. SOS Automotive Rick. He keeps asking me to ask Dan about an orthopedic surgeon. You already did. He gave the name and everything. I know. Rick must not have been listening now. He was really high. So, Rick, this is Dan's recommendation... Up for an orthopedic surgeon. Dan, take it away. Was it Dan Lamar? Yes, it was. Yes, Dan Lamar, Dan is, Lamar. is your orthopedic su- surgeon for shoulders. Of, of choice. Yes. He's oh. good for he's a good sports medicine doctor too. I'll tell you who's a good doctor, Crespo. Crespo's a great doctor, but he's not an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, he's not? No. He's a he's a rehab doctor. Oh, okay. So he's for like after injuries. But great see, doctor, but he doesn't do the but surgeries. He also two things. One, he's your friend. Yes. And two, he's got an open MRI. Yes. So that's like, you know. Priceless. You can't get an MRI. And he told you to Close. wear your sandals. Yeah, he's the one, one that orthopedic slides. He's the one that fixed me. Dr. Crespo fixed me. Oh, speaking of orthopedic slides, Bubba, good news about the fair. What? Your ticket costs less because you're a senior. Oh, right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Make sure you bring your ID. <laughs> and your slides. Six bucks. It's six bucks less for you, buddy. Are you serious? Over 55? Yep. Senior 55 discount. 55 yeah, and over, you get like, a senior discount. Are, oh, no. Oh, no. But, do, but, like, do you, do you just uh-huh. pay the six extra nope. and... Nope. No, but like no. if you're me, okay, and you're fresh 55, okay? Like I'm not, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you're you 55. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm already, I'm already have, like I don't try to act like it, but I have some anxiety knowing that I'm, you know, officially no, now's the time old. you need to use it because you're still a young 55. Yeah. yeah no, but you know, when Gonna you're going to be a, moving to the villages next year. When you're, you're a, when you're a young 55, you don't want that savings. You'd rather just be, you know, no, not you the people to wow. know. Just six bucks is six bucks. You're only getting older from here on out. But but just the okay, six dollar savings, yes. But what just what it does to your insides, your soul, and your confidence is far (laughs) greater than six dollars. But I mean, you look great for a 55 year old. I thought you were 45. Now I'm gonna start getting that. You look great for a kind of deal. Yeah, you look great like, for like, 55. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be over into a thousand bits. You look great for 90. Yeah. Yeah. Senior discount sponge. Senior disc. Yeah, I'm starting to get this stuff in the mail. AARP. Like, like, yeah. AARP. They start sending it to you when you're 50, but I've been really ignoring it. Right mm-hmm. now, they just are really like, okay, now you're 55. You yeah. know, I know you were like, you know, now you're like locked in, like you're that guy. Why are you trying to not be a part of AARP? There's a lot of great benefits. Yeah, I think you get a discount at Longhorn. Uh, listen, oh. I am not going to be there. You go for the early bird yeah. special. Don't you sit over there and act like, ho, 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 because you're only a few months behind me, bitch, okay? Yeah, well, I'm not Don't, worried about that $6. I know, but I'm just. <laughs> oh, stop. So, Dan, I'm on seniordiscounts.com right now. When you're 55, <laughs> you, just like what I'm trying to say is that you're you're not going to ask for that discount, right? No. Right. No. And I, and I don't know that you would really ever admit to anybody how old you really are. No. Like, I think you're like, age to you really freaks you out. Yes, I don't yeah. like the word age. No, like, like 55 to you flips you out more so than me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're more vain than me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, like, I define oh. vanity. Yeah, yeah. I exemplify it. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. his whole business. I, now, what I, I mean, if I'm not, if you're vanity, then what am I? Just d- d- like if debauchery, you're, despair. Oh, no, sorry. no, no. Hold on, though. But if you're vanity, if you are the absolute epitome of vanity, which you are, you you care about what you look like, you you care about what you drive, your hair's did, you know, like your you go get your fingernails done, your eyebrows, like you 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 are absolutely. He does boob jobs. Well, but what I'm saying is like you're dialed in, Dan. Okay. You know, I mean, like you know, you you have the finest of suits and the finest of cars and the fine, you know, you you you. Pew. Whereas me, what's the other end of that? Disheveledness, uh, non-caring. What am I? If you're confident, you're, a you're free, very confident. You're, a free spirit, you're very confident. Autistic. Bubba. I think I'm autistic. Hold on. You're saying I'm, aut- I'm autistically a free spirit? Is yeah. that what you're saying, Anna? I'm autistically she actually a didn't free spirit. She actually didn't sp- say free spirit. Oh, I'm just autistic. Just autistic. <sighs> she left the free spirit part of That was me. Like rolling around in basketball shorts with a lightning hat and driving a pickup truck. Like, what does that say? Comfy. <laughs> Like, you know, Dan being at the Millionaire Italian Fest on Saturday night with his thousand dollar Gucci Lord's shoes Festival. on. And I'm right here. If you want to look at the screen and but this is where I'm at. So you know, Dan is Saturday night at the Millionaire, uh, you know, Italian Princess Street Carnival. And I'm at East Bay Action Track watching my kid race. Like that's both into the spectrum. Isn't it? Stuck in the fence. 
and I and I can't and my son and my son wins it, and I can't even go to Victory Lane because I can't get through the fence. How mad were you about that? I was sad. I started crying. So by the that's way, why you cried, not because your son won, because you got stuck in the fence. Here's Saturday night. I'm, I got like, <laughs> let me see, one, two, three, four, five, like seven pickup points instead of watching the entire 30 minutes and trying to figure out where he was doing what. I got like some high spots here. This is right at the first of the race. We started sixth. See right here, we're right here, boom. <clears throat> we're third row outside. Outside. And this junior and the 15R and the fourth row, fifth row. Is... And the reason why I'm showing this is because Ty, Ty, there was a big crash right in front of Tyler, and Tyler was able to avoid it. Which then we they had a complete restart, so we went from sixth to fourth. We automatically picked up two spots, nice. which probably helped us tremendously win the thing. Scott Bain and the 77B of Bailey. The 192 so of McLeod, the 7 right Bennett, the 97 right Dial, the 25 of Grimm. There we go. Dark Mass Now here's Tyler right here. And all five of these guys are big slinging Ds. Seth Geary, Austin uh, Sanders, Jeff Matthews, Brian Bernhardt. They're all just big swinging Ds. Every, all five of these guys are as quick as we are. But the 70 spins out right here and watch Tyler gangster ass move and, and miss him. But but I think Bernhardt gets him. Oh, and, Bernhardt and that kind of looks like it's happening slow motion, but it's you know you're really going about mm -hmm. 80 miles an hour, Oof. you know as as all that's happening. So that was the the first the first highlight I wanted to show you. The second highlight is right here. This is when they finally blitz cleaned up the track, got all the wrecked cars off, and now it's the restart of the race, and now we're fourth. Okay. Sec second row outside. By the way, this is on our Facebook. This is on our Facebook, and this is under the guise of me being a proud papa. So if you don't like it, turn the station. I don't care. It's my son. Dan, you'd be doing the same thing, right? Definitely. Yeah. No, the only difference is Dan would be doing it when he wins his race down in, down in Sebring. He doesn't, kid doesn't get a chance to race. Get out of here, kid. So Tyler takes the high side. It gets a pretty good run. And this is a really good move here. He stuffs it right in there and then kind of puts, puts a slider on the guy. Boom. See him kind of put a little slider on the guy? Yeah. Did you have to buy tickets for this? What do you mean? On Saturday? Or do you get in for free because he's racing? No, I got to buy. You got to buy. Oh, did you use your senior uh, discount? Yeah, how much? You saved how much $2. Tickets? <laughs> I you're saying East Bay even offers a senior discount? Yeah, $12 instead of 14 Oh, but he buys a uh, I buy a pit, pit pass. Pit, oh. Yeah, there's no discount for pit pass. <sighs> no, there you go. Whew, thank God. How about the hot dog or something? You get a discount 10% off or something? <laughs> I don't think so. And the movies now, too. Who goes to the movies now? I'm not going know. to nowhere. I'm going to East Bay and I'm paying full price. I'm not going to get a $2 off my pit pass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Bubba Love Sponge. I've been racing there since, since I'm 98. Bucky Milam. <laughs> I, I used to run sprint cars for Bucky Milam, please. <laughs> All right, so we're up to we're up to second now, Dan. Uh, Tyler picks the outside, then gets one hell of a gangster move on the outside here. Sam, hold on. So we're up to second now. Yeah, some some of your favorite morning shows may be covering the Oscars right now. I'm covering my kids' hope we will modified win, so pack sand, bitches. Pack dirt. Pa pack dirt. <laughs> that's 
Jeff Matthews in the 33, and he's like a five-time UMP national champion. Ooh. Yeah, and Tyler's like an equal. You know what I'm saying? Like he drives with these guys, like he is their equal. Tyler, they have to respect him. He beats them. It's incredible. He's 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 a great Tyler's driver. Crew chief is a 17 year old girl. Yeah, hold on. We pulled. <laughs> here's what's so funny is we this guy right here, Jeff Matthews. I love him more than anything. He's a multi millionaire. He's a very good friend of Who, mine. Hollywood Jeff Matthews. Yes, Hollywood Jeff Matthews. Mm-hmm. Now hold on. This car right here, Tyler's car. Is one of Je- is Jeff Matthews's old car that's eight years old. I bought it from him. Yeah, this is an old hand me down. This guy's a five or six times national champion. What kind of a rig does he show up in, Bubba? He shows up. I'm not kidding you. In a five hundred and eighty-five thousand dollar fifty-one fifty Freightliner Willie that has like a yeah. And the one and the one on the right. And Tyler, we we showed up on a F one fifty with an open trailer and three spare tires, and a seventeen year old girl crew chief, <laughs> and, and, and a seventeen year old girl who's a senior in St. Pete High as our crew chief. So this is Tyler's first pass on the outside. And here's the other thing: this car right here, the fourteen, mm-hmm. it's got a three hundred and eighty five horsepower six hundred four crate GM crate sealed motor. This car here, Jeff Matthews, has a $62,000 Clemens uh, 618-horsepower motor. Jeez. And it doesn't have to do with the ability. It's the fact that actually the, the smaller motor, can get can, when, when it dries out, is actually an advantage. Because Jeff's got so much horsepower, you just blow the tires off. So it's tougher to drive. So let me fast forward to the next high spot here right now. I think it's two to go here, and it's. I think this is the last, the last little clip. I think it's two to go. Blitz now, single file, and Tyler's leading. There was just one move I wanted to show you though, Blitz, where Tyler like split three cars or something like that. But I, I can't quite find it. Oh well. I think it might have been right here, maybe. I uh, know, whatever. Anyway, go to our Facebook page and go watch Tyler's race. We don't get to like. watch the, f- the the final lap? Oh, oh that's uh, the yeah, We don't get to see him win? I thought you were going to do. All that no payoff? I know. We want to see him win. Checkered oh, flag out. My, my bad. My bad. I thought we were running behind. Absolutely. Stand by. Sorry, guys. <laughs> here we go. All right, lights out, going green next time, Bob. All right, okay, okay, okay. Lights out, going green next time, Bob. (laughs) What's that mean, Anna? Lights out, going green next time, Bob. Last lap, hurry up, we want to leave. Okay, (laughs) I think that might, might, I might think it's work. That's what the fans are saying. Two laps remaining. Tyler Clems, your leader. Brian Bernhardt second, Austin Sanders third. And this, and this guy breaks it right on down he for you sure now. Does. Uh-huh. LJ Grimm fourth, <laughs> Seth Geary is fifth. I should have kept my mouth shut and just listened to this guy the entire time. Been far more better. Well. Uh, probably about 90 down the front and back and probably 75 in the corners. I think this is the last lap, so we'll get to see the last lap. So is he taking the white or taking the checker here? I think he's taking the I think he's, I don't know, we'll see. I forget. Okay, that's the white. That's the white. Okay. Here's the final lap. 
I knew that once he went into three, if he kept it low, that we would win. That's when I started crying. <laughs> I did. I started crying. By the way. Right here? Hold on. See this big hill right here, uh, yeah. Blitz? Yep. That's where I'm sitting. Oh, I know. I've been up there with you. Yeah. That's I'm right here. Stuck. This is me right here. See yeah, this that is you. This guy right here. The giant bubble army shirt. That's me right there. <laughs> just stuck. Just, 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 just a fence between you and your son. Well, in a big hill. And just point, I start crying because I know we're gonna win. Are you jumping up and down? You saw the, ga yeah. the, the gap in the fence. I mean, he just broke. I mean, he just broke it. I mean, that's better than what you see on NASCAR coverage, is it not? Yeah, yeah that's great. That's, you can actually hear your tears falling. And so at that point, man, I had, uh, I had some friends and some guys with some cameras and stuff, and they're all like, man, we got to get Tyler's, you know, pit road, you know, his winner circle kind of deal. It's the first time he's won at East Bay. Mm -hmm. And so they all sneak through this little hole in the fence, and I can't get through there, and so I have to watch it from turn, you know, from the hill. Oh. He's like, I just want to thank my dad, my dad, I love my dad, my Wherever dad. Wherever he's at. And where is he? And then I think somebody whispered, he couldn't make it through the fence. Does that give you motivation to lose weight or no? No, we're going to the fair Friday. More of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show's best of the week. After this. We now return to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show's best of the week. to like 1983, the summers, I worked at the Warsaw Park Department, and I had to clean the public bathrooms, and women are pigs. They absolutely are. <laughs> absolutely. They are disgusting. I'll take three guys' bathrooms <laughs> to one girl's bathroom mm -hmm. all day. What did you find in the girls? Oh, okay. You want to, first of all, period stuff, and a lot of it. Just all, they just fling it against the wall. When girls uh, are getting rid of their period stuff, and it's not their house, they don't care. <laughs> Sometimes nope. they play like jigsaw puzzles with it on the on the on the. I uh, think it, yeah, Tetris. Yeah, they tic, play tic tac tic tac toe. They play they play Tetris or candy. They play tampon crush. Yeah, can, yeah tampon candy crush. Yeah, they play play tampon <laughs> and or pad candy crush. Yeah, and they just slop them and and then you know you have to understand when you take a wet tampon that's wet full of some stuff mm -hmm. and you blast it against a wall. Well, after <laughs> ten or fifteen minutes, that starts to stick and you literally got to putty knife it off. Your putty knife and <laughs> I remember I get on the I get on the mega, on the on the truck to truck radio, like the intercom thing. And it, no, it was like it's uh, Warsaw municipality. The two way radio, two way radio uh -oh. system. Like the cops are on it, the park department's on it, the street department's on it. You know, the mayor's on. It. You know, Blitz, small town. I'm sure. You know, yeah, I think probably every municipality has a two way radio system, right? Oh, yeah. So I was like, and I, my name was <laughs> Colonel of the Urnal. No, my name was Big Wally. That's what they. That's just. Right. That's just my name. Or Clem. Or Clem. Well, what did Big Wally mean? I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> I, I just go Clem because I was seasonal, so I didn't have a number. Oh. But if you're a full-time, then you had a number. And Doug Bain was kind of the guy I had to work with on the bathroom deal. Was he 706? And No, no, he was 408. Oh, so okay. I would go, uh, Clem to 408. And he'd go, all right. Yeah, um, I'm here at the Pike uh, girls' bathroom. Pike being Pike Lake. 
but you just call it Pike because yeah. everybody knows. Yeah, uh, I'm at the Pike uh, girls' bathroom uh, here, and I need uh, some putty knife. See, in our regular little and I need some water because my <laughs> mouth is really dry. <laughs> I'm li- I've been licking all this uh, stuff up. Uh, so listen, but Blitz, <laughs> in our we had these little these little things like these little buckets that we carried, right? Yeah, like and the they, janitorial and, deals. Yeah, janitorial, but they didn't have putty knives. You know, they had like, these buckets ready for us. So they had like you know all these chemicals. They had Windex. They had three rolls of toilet paper. They had uh, you know they had, they had 408 because you guys couldn't afford 409. <laughs> yeah, they had 408 because the city bought it in quantities. <laughs> right. And so we had 408. <laughs> we had like a scrub a bo- a scrub brushes for toilets. toilets yeah. Four or five rags. You know that's a little b- yeah yeah. But they didn't get we we usually didn't have to scrape off. So you'd have to get a scraper. So you'd be mm-hmm. like. Clemmed for a while. All right. Yeah, I'm at Pike Lake, and uh, I need uh, oh, I, uh, uh, I need some. Uh, Your radio system sucks. <laughs> I need a couple putty knives, and and he goes, then he go back and go. Oh, you you got some tampons on the wall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll send Speedy over there. And Speedy was this Mexican guy, and he wasn't so Speedy. He was like 59 years old, and he just was the slowest guy in the world. I mean, so his think- name was Speedy because he literally would take like a blitz. If I told him to take this my cell phone over to your office right now, it take him five minutes. It take him five minutes. I mean, you would think they'd spend the 59 cents and give you guys an extra putty knife to carry around. <clears throat> Put one in the truck. I know, but like you know, we were probably, probably you know what we were probably supposed to have a putty knife. Okay, but I didn't. Okay. I remember one time 104, which that's the boss. 104. That's yeah. Dick Hammond. He's the boss, and he's listened to all this stuff. And if and so one time, oh, I got in so much trouble because I was supposed to bring salt. We were clean cleaning the weeds underneath. Dick Hammond was such a dick blitz that <laughs> he wouldn't let us have weed whackers. We had to pull by hand. We had okay. to pull weeds by hand. What and does we, salt do? We, well, if you put salt underneath the fence, then it kills. Okay. It's old school. It's, it's like Roundup. But- My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Use salt right. as, soon as, the, as soon as it rains and the salt, and, you know, keeps the fences clean. Okay. So I remember one time I was supposed to go clean this one fence up. Well, in the cleaning of the fence, the most important thing is the salt. 
because we didn't have weed whackers. We had gloves and these little head, these little handheld trimmers. Mm-hmm. So I had those, but I forgot the salt. So what's the point of even going, right? Right. Like the salt is the yeah, most. You forgot, yeah, you forgot the most important thing. Right. So I drive. Good over, job, Clem. I drive over to Center Lake. <laughs> Wally. I drive over to Center Lake and I go. Clem to uh, one to four oh seven. And four oh seven is the was Roger that worked back at the shop. He mm-hmm. was the old timer, right? And he, Roger would just run you right out, whatever you needed. Roger right? been there for 842 he, Roger years. Roger Shinfield, he'd been there for 842 years. Yeah. And he, by the way, he was obsessed with my mom's boobs. Well, well so are you. Yeah, who's not? Yeah, so he would be like, we'd be, I'm, I'm 14, 15 years old, eating lunch here at Warsaw Park Department with all these men. And you know how men talk. Yeah. And so I'm getting, I'm, lear- I'm, getting, I'm learning life lessons, like, you know. How to shoot quarters. Well, yeah, how to shoot quarters and, like, how many whores they went out. Because these were all just. You know, regular dudes. So they were out at the bars at night trying to, you know, sure. get Cheeto fingers and stuff. So I learned about all that. <laughs> you know, so here, and here, yeah, so Roger Shinofield was the old timer who stayed back at the shop. And if you forgot something, he, he'd run it out to you. Mm-hmm. Chances are 104 wasn't even listening because he was using the office just, you know, being the dead. With his feet up. So I go, uh, Clem to uh, 407. Uh, 407. Yeah, I'm at here. I'm here at Center Lake over by the boat, by the boat uh, launch deal. Uh, I'm cleaning the fence here. Can you bring me ten, ten buckets of salt? Salt? Yeah, I got your buckets over there. So I'll bring some salt over here. Uh, Bear Wally. 104 chime in. All of a sudden. And he stuttered, too. And he was an old timer. I hated this guy. His name's Dick Hammond. I hated him more than anything <laughs> in the world. I hated him. He was so mean to me, Blitz. Because the mayor made him hire me, because my, my mom worked for this for the city, oh, right? Okay. My mom's best friend was the mayor. So you were a shove down. So yeah. So Dick Hammond didn't like me, because the mayor went down there one day and said, "Dick, I got this kid named uh, Bubba Clem. Uh, you need to give him a job for the next four summers." They call him Wally. Call him Wally. <laughs> Big Wally. He's Jane. He's Jane. He's Jane Edmonds' son. Oh, the one with the jugs. Yeah. yeah so oh, I'm hired. Yeah. Yeah, but he hated, but he hated me. But so I had the worst jobs ever, right? Mm-hmm. And he would get on me any time. He just trick, just straight get on me. Well, I mean, you can't be mad at him for this so, one. So, so next, next time I go, uh, what, 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 one hundred four to Big Wally. Big Wally here. What in the hell are you getting the guys to bring you salt when you uh, come come to my office immediately? All right, well, do you want me to keep doing the, the, the fence, or do you want me to come right to your office? Right to my office. I drove my little golf cart, my, my little Cushman. Blitz, have you ever seen the Cushman? Of course. I had a Cushman. That's what I would drive around in, in a Cushman. Single speed or two speed? Two speed. Yeah, nice. On, on the tree? I got one of those transmissions at home. Yeah. So I drive, I drive Cushman back, and he, there he is with his legs kicked up there, and he's like, I'm just telling you right now, you're never going to get off fence duty and weed <laughs> duty and bathroom duty because see the kid the the other the kid like Lance Perry and some of the other guys my, that worked with me mm-hmm. the kids they gotta like ride riding mowers oh, and man. they oh yeah they so they were part of the mowing I was part of the bathroom clean up the crap crew mm-hmm. there was and and they were part of the get on a simplicity rider zero turn mower and go mow all day which is the coolest well they knew you were gonna knock down fences. Well, no, they just, he hated me. So what's the worst <laughs> job to get? Colonel of the urinal, Flush Gordon. Yeah. And then after, so you had to clean bathrooms. Scraping off the, the, you, the wall. You had, to, you had to clean bathrooms until 11. Then, so, you know, because everybody started going to the beach. 
all my beach. All my friends. Yeah, hold on. Beach, all my friends who didn't have to work during the summer, they would be at the beach all day with chicks and you know, during the summer. And I had and I was Center Lake. There. Center Lake's got a beach? Yeah, Center There's, Lake's got a or beach. Pine Lake, Pike Lake. Pike beach. Lake. There was two beaches, Pike Lake and Center uh, and Center. Did you Those have are, gravel instead of sand? No, it was straight white, you know. You sure hillbilly ass sand. It was just yeah, but I had to work you know, work and all my friends were at the beach. So it sucked. And but you know the they need bet, that money. But, but within that, yeah, two dollars. Listen to this: two dollars and seventy-eight cents an hour. Yeah, well, in the forties, that was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. you could go to the movies for a nickel. <laughs> no, I cook for a nickel. You guys are stupid. Loaf of bread was four cents. I know. Stupid. <laughs> it's a long time ago. But I'm just going back to my original, my original thought before I got into my Warsaw Park Department <laughs> career, is that Anna, these chicks, chicks are bathroom wise. Are pigs. Of course they are. Oh my god! And then they don't realize that you can't flush some of this stuff because some Science of this stuff, do not flush so the sanitary yeah, napkins. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Oh, they don't care. They figure it's you know the city, yeah. and they got the and, and you know listen, we did they have some big pu- wally will clean it up. Well, no big deal. No, yeah, but I mean within the, like when you have a commercial grade toilet blitz, it's a pretty it's got pretty good suction on. Mm-hmm. It. It's not your home unit. So these stupid white trash Warsaw bitch would be like, man, I wouldn't flush this at my home, but man, since this is the city of Warsaw, it's got good, flow. It's got good suction. It's probably just going right out to the lake anyway. <laughs> so they would try to flush these, you know, big ass. Like, you know, back in the 80s, too, I, I, don't, I think sanitary napkins were not nearly No one as, calls them that. Just giant rolls of paper towel, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't, well, I think the girls from, from Warsaw may, may have used shop rags or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But my lord, these things were basically like, diapers. Look like mattresses. Look like little little mini mouse mattresses. They were so <laughs> a mouse mattress. Yeah, <laughs> like a little, pretty so, much It's a rat mattress. I mean, these things were big and honking. And then after they get full of blood, they become super heavy. And so they blast two or three of those in the thing. It back up the entire toilet. You'd walk in. You'd get a call on your radio. Uh, shop, uh, Big Wally. Big Wally. Yeah, the Pike Lake girls' bathroom's closed. We just got a call, <laughs> so uh, we we locked it. We had to, uh, the, the the lifeguard lock the door, but you need to go unclog it and get it ready. Now, was that uh, like the biblical gardens? Uh, no, the biblical gardens is in, in in Center Lake, just a little subsection. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. We didn't ha- we didn't have the biblical gardens. Was I was there? Thank God, because I would have peed on all of them. <laughs> oh, the Pike Lake has a, a swimming and fishing area next sure. to the campground. Yeah, yeah it's nice. I mean, by the way, I, one summer I was the campground uh, gopher. I did, oh. I got assigned. Dick hated me so much. 104 hated me so much. He assigned me to the campground to work for his wife. Next to the fireman's building. Lita. Was she hot? Blast no, her? No, no. She's this big, fat grandma bitch that was always on my ass. Lunch lady arms? And so, yeah, lunch lady arms <laughs> and everything. Then 104, Dick Hammond, would come out there during. So I had to. He had to come up there to eat, check on his wife like 400 times a day because that's all he did was just drive around. By the way, Dick Hammond had a hunchback because he fell off scaffolding, so he was completely bent like this. And he stuttered? And when he, did he walk when, like a penguin? But when he would talk to you, <laughs> he had to look down at the ground, and then he, he had to try to like kind of <laughs> cr- scrunch your head up. You, just gotta, had to, you had to learn how to talk to Dick. When you were talking to Dick, you had to, had to kind of get, down, get down to his level. Were you big, Wally, because you were the state champ in the burger? Yeah, okay. I, I had the record. But oh, it, I thought this was a giant campground. It's a it's a big it's a giant cemetery. Oh no, the <laughs> hold on. Warsaw Pike Lake Campground literally blitzes like 
36 little slots with oh, no, some I trees on it. But I'm, I'm looking at the Google Earth, and I'm like, man, that's a lot. Of, that's like a big area. And no. I, I realize it's all cemetery. It's just, re- yeah, the cemetery. <laughs> that's, where, no, that's, where Larry, hopes and dreams. that's where Larry worked. Larry worked at the cemetery, oh, and boy. I worked at the campground, and I could see him. Sometimes we would wave. Oh. And I'd be taking a nap on the salt bags because Dick and Lita were gone for an hour. How long so were go, you employed there? Uh, Four days. No. <laughs> you run over a fence at some point? Yeah. And then, so anyway, <laughs> my friends would all be at the beach, and their girlfriends would be clogging up the toilet. Then they'd call the park department, and the park department <laughs> would call me, and i have to go out there and hey, unclog. Jenny. Hey, Jenny, go throw your tamps on the uh, the thing and clog <laughs> up so, so Clem's got to go out there. Yeah, hey, I heard Clem, Clem work for the Warsaw Park Department. Oh, yeah, Bubba Clem, I hate him. Guess what? If you go and clog up the toilet, they're going to make him drive his Cushman out here mm-hmm. and clean it up. Watch. They, they clog it. And, of course, there's no cell phone, so you have to go to the concession stand and call Warsaw Park Department headquarters. <laughs> HQ. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Janie out here at the Pike Lake, and uh, somebody done plugged up the girls' bathroom. There's like four or five. Uh, it's just it looks like a mess out there. Now, was your Cushman a three-wheel deal? Yes. Oh, those were, those were cool. Yeah, they could flip it easy, though, if you were uh, too Of fast. course, yeah. Was Larry Palmer banging his uh, girlfriend normally during work? No, he was working in the cemetery, and then right after he'd go bang his, he'd go bang Tanya. Oh, but I was to too watch. tired to have to go watch the banging back then because I just <laughs> clean girls' tampons all day. You had enough vagina. I'm, I'm just going to tell you how, how are you gonna be too tired to watch people bang? I, I'm Come a, on, I'm going to send. I'm going to. I don't. I don't believe this story. One second. Golden, golden, you were not too tired Egg to watch says, me banging. Says my the, the motto was send send in Clem. Hey, Pike Lake girls tampon. Send in Clem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the word, and sometimes I, I got to be careful on how I say this, but sometimes I think other stuff. I think. Oh yeah. I, no, just everybody be careful yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. I'm Colonel of the Urinal. I'm formerly Flush Gordon, and I'm the head of this program. So let me word what we're gonna say, sure. and you all be careful on your editorial comments. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So that means everybody just shut up and listen. Let me get your puke bag ready. Well, yeah. But Blitz, not even a little, you know, Blitz dry chime in, okay? Nothing. Okay. And not a Anna, you know, yeah. I'm a girl, so I think I could say something like that. No, right. zero. But on two times when Clem got called in to clean the girl's toilet, once at Pike Lake and once at Center Lake, it was on two different summers, I think a girl might have had oh. um, a a, um, yeah. a carry of misses. A smorsion? No, no, not a smorsion. Oh, I mean, I mean, more uh, of a miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss. that's what I meant. Miss kiss. Yeah. Let's call it a miss kiss. Yeah, yeah, miss kiss. Nobody yeah, could ever prove what a miss kiss is, and you can't get in trouble for miss kiss. Right. But everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> when I promise you, a musical I swear to God, I'll never ever in the rest of my life. Forget what a Ms. Ski- what a Ms. Kiz looks like right there on the floor. Whoa! And could it? It. it, it I'm just. Everybody just been on the trampolines uh, all you, day. It, and let me just tell you something. On one of these Ms. Kizzes, uh, the he, they were close to being uh, free. Whoa! And they were large. Whoa! They were a large Ms. Kiz, like I would, and I. I mean, wouldn't I, you? Wouldn't you hide that? You think? I don't know, but I. <laughs> Um, Clem to one, um, Clem to one oh to one oh four. Yeah, one oh four. You got that bathroom? Um, Dick. Um, you might want you might want to come out here on this one. Call out the forensic team. Um, uh, having problems getting this one toilet clean, but this is something you need to look at. Okay. Oh, one oh, Clem's out. 
right, John over there. Over and out. We're going to send Speedy. He'll be there in an so hour. So John was 105, and he was John Garber, and he was Dick's assistant. So this is exactly what Dick was saying. Uh, 104, 105. 105. Yeah, Clem's got some deal on Derek's Pike Lake. Girls, we go out and check it out. 105 on the way. I'm like, okay, at least Please Dick. don't tell me it's another Miz, kids. <laughs> oh, my God. What, 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 104 to <laughs> Big Wally. Big Wally, you're really upset. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that a, you know, uh, a Miz, kids? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, it is. All right, then. Uh, 105, you might want to bring uh, 472 with you, too. Just cleaning stuff. The Miz, kids. And then get a hold of Get a hold of 102. And 102 was the police chief, by the way. Right. Uh, get a hold of 102. Tell him we got a, a miscus out there. Uh, 105. Well, over. I uh, got it. So, for real. For real. That, I, like, I had to get on there. I mean, I probably embellished it a lot there. But, like, that would be. So, I get on my Cushman. I, you'd go into the bathroom and you'd see mm-hmm. this just wasn't a standard tampon. You know, uh, you know, 1980s. But it, panty you pad. didn't hear any noises, right? It wasn't like, no. oh my god, no, 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 that, no, no, that. But, but you know, so you, so the lifeguard. <laughs> this this was this. So this, this was, no, no, everybody be quiet, please, 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 please. Everybody be quiet. 105's on his way. Okay. <laughs> Speedy'll be there in an hour. Speedy. Get, yeah, get Speedy. Uh, we'll have it ready by Saturday. It's, it's, it's Tuesday. So can I have it? So. For real. So, like, I can remember this one time. It's Pike. No. Pike Lake was the just a teeny time. Like, Pike Lakes was like um, a fist. Okay. The size of a fist. Okay. But Center Lakes. Oh, no. Was like, literally, Center Lakes looked like a, a, yeah. seven, a seventh month. A ready to go. Yeah, a ready to go. You're right. And so, I can remember, this is in Center Lake. I opened the door. Because the protocol was, is the office called the lifeguard, and the lifeguard then would lock. The lifeguard? I think it was too late by then. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you understand, but at, <laughs> at Center Lake Beach and at Pike Lake Beach, the only person that was really there all the time was the lifeguard. Right, right. And the part of the lifeguard's duties, after we would clean the bathrooms. Hard life. Listen yeah. to this. Just giving, you, just giving you some protocol. After we would be there at 7 or 8 in the morning, because the beach didn't open until 10 or 9, we would then lock the bathrooms back. Now, and then over- when the lifeguards would get there, like, five minutes before the beach is open, they would open up all the uh, bathrooms and get their little fish-out stick. And then they literally would just sit on the end of the pier all day mm-hmm. and, and get tans and listen to yeah. the radio. They were all these real skinny, cool, you know, in-shape, yeah. like, surfer dudes. You know, like the guys from the swim team. Mm-hmm. The city of Warsaw would go and get, like, kids from the swim team to be the lifeguards. Now, was this next to Bixler Park? Yeah, Bixler's right by Center Lake. Okay. So, anyway, uh, so... The protocol, so the lifeguard locked knew there was a, you know, a Miz kiss mm-hmm. in there, but he didn't go look. But he locked, he lo- he locked the, the, the girl's bathroom. Probably his. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> so I, I, I literally, I got my own, because I got my own little skeleton keys to get into all the bathrooms, because oh, I'm good like that. Fancy. And I get my skeleton key out, and I open it up, and I can't see anything, and then I go to the, I can remember, it was, there's three stalls. It was the middle stall. Oh, not even I, the handicap one? No. It was the middle. They didn't have handicap stalls back oh. then. <clears throat> handicap people had no rights in the 80s. Is that what, is that the stall you always use now? No. I don't like the handicap stall because it, it puts me up too high. 
I don't like the toilet seems it's to be a, about a higher toilet. Yeah, you don't like really? the bar for extra. I, sometimes my feet can't touch. You know, I like how I like the room. You can spread out. No. You usually have your own sink. Yeah, you got your own sink. Sometimes I go in there, but I kind of like it tight. Oh. You know, I just like to have both walls on either side of my deal. You know, whatever. Right. Let's not get it. We're talking about a bathroom, though. I know. Oh. Stop getting me off my Miz, Kez, at, at Center Lake 1977 uh, story, buddy. Over on East Canal. So I get there, and it's the middle stall, and I open I open it up. And as, What'd you find? Yeah. So the most traumatic, I mean, really, seriously, the most traumatic thing I've ever, that's I've ever, that I've ever seen in my life. I've never even really talked about this on the air, but that's literally the most traumatic thing I've ever physically seen or encountered in my life. I bet. The most gruesome, like the most, it'll forever, when I take my last breath, I'll I'll have never forgot that. Maybe we need to get uh, Jay on the case. I mean, pain and suffering for all these years. Oh, go ahead. You might own Warsaw. Uh, Big Wally to whoever's in charge now. I I got a lawsuit coming from uh, Ms. Kiz in 77. I wasn't oh, giving. Yeah. I, I remember that one. Yeah, the big infamous. Yeah, it's, that was it's, a bad it's, one. And, and by the way, there at the Center Lake Pavilion. Hold on, and by the way, Blitz. It's like, like an urban legend. Hold on, Blitz. There really, but within within the Warsaw Park Department community, like that whole all yeah. the guys. That it is an. It's a very much. Uh, hey, back in summer of '77, Clem found a full-blown baby. In the black I mean, I thought we weren't going to talk about <laughs> no, I, it. But, I mean, I didn't. Uh, I'm finding a full blown baby. I didn't describe what I, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Full blown. And sent John Garber down there, and next thing you know, the cops was blitz. The cops did come, and they taped off the deal. What? No, for blitz. The crime scene tape? Yeah, blitz. You don't understand? This is small. Like, you know, if they catch a guy, you know, that was shoplifting at noon at the I'll gas station. Else. Yeah, me too. No, but that's like a big deal. Like, you don't understand. It was all hands on deck. Like, there ain't a lot of crime happening in Warsaw. Yeah. So finding F- a full, finally something to do. So finding a full-blown, you know, Miz you know, a seven-month-old Miz kiss. That's big. Who done it? The, it? the paper cover, everything. What? Do they, do they make you clean it up after? No, I, I was, no. So after I got there, I call, I call John Garber gets her 105 about five minutes after I do. I don't do anything, and he looks at it and goes, oh. So I went to go get a shovel, and he's like, uh-uh. <laughs> to bury the no, just to go kind of put it in a garbage. Just throw it in the lake to put bait for somebody <laughs> off the pier. Go fishing. Lifeguard, <laughs> lifeguard training. Here, go say this. Jeez, oh, I'm gonna chuck it out there. I jump in here and get that thing. Oh my God, it was alive when we threw it out there. You killed it. Oh my God. So, but what I'm saying is, like, so John Garber's like, uh, uh-uh, no, 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 don't. Let's not. Let's just not do nothing. So we completely lock it up. Next thing you know, you know, <laughs> the, the, wee, wee, locked, wee, wee, locked wee, ever wee. since. They just locked Co- it. Cops came. <laughs> Cops came and the forensic type, they, the two guys who work in forensics came. They brought these, they, had these, they were taking pictures of it and everything. Hey guys, why is this bathroom locked, dude? This is that thing's been locked since 77. <laughs> but, but here's the here's the worst thing of all. So I had to go back to the shop and it, they all they investigated it and they did, you know, they did right. what, and they took the they took the thing <laughs> and everything. So I get a, I'm over at the camp, I'm over at the campgrounds doing something like cleaning the fish room or something like that. Some the fish room. Yeah, they had this little shed where you could clean your fish okay, okay so all the fishermen that were camping there 
you they I had mean, like a, it was all, we're talking Pike Lake, right? Yeah, but that's I'm, not that big. I'm just, yeah, you look but, at but they, I mean, they, they wanted to Pass. really make sure. We, listen, it was a little town. They wanted to make sure everybody had the best amenities, so okay. you didn't even have to go home and clean your fish. You catch your fish at Pike Lake, and they had this little shed that had running water, and you could like go mm-hmm. and it had a, a scaling table. And so I was over there cleaning that. That was fancy. And then I get uh, 105 to Clem. Clem. Yeah, I know you're cleaning the fish shed, but uh, they're they're uh, they're done with uh, this investigation. So come over and clean this up now. <laughs> okay, come over. Crime scene cleaner Clem. Yeah, so crime scene cleaner Clem has to go over there. Now they've taken the you know the evidence. They've taken the Miz kiss. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where they're taking it, where they're doing with it. They uh and, and but then now I got to clean, you know all the you know, residue. All, all yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to literally get a shovel and shovel it down the drain, like use a shovel as a squeegee blitz. We didn't right. have squeegees back then. You had shovels, and you just flat shovel. You know, first of all, you spray it all down with water. Then you just threw a whole bunch of chemicals and bleach, like the most powerful stuff you could mm-hmm. find. And then you then you scrub scrub the walls and the floor, not wearing any type of mask or anything like no i just protection. breathe in all this yeah mis-kiz. Mis-kiz, all this mis right. residue yeah ammonia and bleach <laughs> yeah. is mixed up just and and then you just take it then you take a big spray nozzle and just because it's all metal just spray it all down then you have to wipe it down or rust because that's not aluminum it's metal and if it gets wet if those partitions get wet they'll oh, rust yeah, so you have to wipe it all down you know and it's about an hour long and in your little warsaw barely educated head you're thinking i'm cleaning up a baby well i mean and i've had to live with that all my life and that's why you're too tired to go watch larry bank tanya yeah if you i still think you went no i didn't watch larry bank tanya a lot during the summer for some reasons it was mostly during the school year <laughs> well they did it in the back seat right well a couple times were you banging gonna... chicks at this time or no no i was just a watcher Oh, imagine that. More of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show's Best of the Week. After this. We now return to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show's Best of the Week. (laughs) Um, The Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Who is Larry Palmer's number? Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. Oh, Larry... I don't know what Larry Plummer's number was because, by the way, that last break, man, I don't know if that was funny or it got away from me or what. Or yeah. I think it might have been like almost on-air therapy. Like, I've always wanted to talk about right. that. And I really, really, outside of Larry Plummer, there's nobody that I can talk to about that particular thing. You've never said anything about it. I don't even know that I've told my mom. I think I did tell my mom. I'm just surprised that all these years in radio, you've never brought it up. I know. So Larry Plummer's listening to the show because he watches or listens to the show. He's my best friend. The whole wide world lives in Warsaw, Indiana. Oddly enough. What's up, Larry? He's listening to this. You know, Larry's the new 104. Oh, Is wow. He? Yeah, like Larry, for like the last, I think it might be 20 years, he's going on as the Warsaw Park director. So he has been the 104 now for, I think, 15 or 20 years. So he's the new Dick Hammond? Well, don't besmirch my best friend by saying he's no. He's the Warsaw Park Department uh, superintendent. Don't make, compare him to Dick Hammond. Sorry, Larry. Biggest dick ever. Dick Hammond is such an old, feeble mother mother effer. He was so mean to me. Larry's he, still drummer on the Cushman. No, no, Larry. <laughs> here's the whole story about that. 
And so, and so, two things. One, Dick Hammond, one hundred four. He couldn't even say one hundred four. He was so always like he'd be like one 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 hundred four. We all be like, yeah, you slobbering old time hunchback looking motherfucker. And he always, but not only was he hunchback, but he always be smoking this old school pipe, percolating on it. Well, that don't. That don't look good enough. Hey, what do you mean it don't look good enough? You can't even see it, you bit-necked mother effer. This guy okay. sounds like Boss Hog. Oh, he was. Th- he was. You know what? He was kind of like Boss Hog. He was. He drove this red pickup around all day, and all he did was check on us, and all he did was hate me because the mayor told him he had to hire me. But see, here's how bad Larry got screwed. The worst job to have. The park department was was not that bad. And especially when they put me in the in the campground because I could really hide all day because Lisa was a big fat hog and she didn't know where I was. So and I had and I had become friend blitz. I become friends with all the campers out there. Okay. Because I was their guy. You know. Okay. If they needed something done, they I'd get it done. Like, hey, uh, Bubba, can you clean out my fire pit? Yeah, I'll get to it, and I'd get to it eventually. Right, blitz. Mm-hmm. So they all loved me out there, right? Because I got you know whatever. So they would all be telling me where Letha and Dick were. So I'd be on one side of the, of the park and. Bill Bullers would be like, I just want to let you know, Dick Hammond just pulled in. So wake up. I listen, I'd be sleeping in, in on his picnic table, and Bill Bullers would literally start my mower up for me, and oh then I'd just start God. walking down the road like I was mowing. And then Dick would see me mowing, and then he'd leave for a couple hours. But the worst job of all was the cemetery. Because those guys, all they did was just mow and weed eat and have to dig, and mm-hmm. it just all it's real a lot harder work than the park. At least when we worked for the park department, you could go down and see some chicks down at the beach. And, like, you know, there was a couple cool things to do. <clears throat> but the worst job of all was the cemetery. No hot so, chicks there? No. Well, no, they're all – everybody's dead. <laughs> and it sucks. And there was this really slick Italian guy named Mario Sahagan. And he was, like, the equivalent to the – he was the cemetery's Dick Hammond. He was, like, the boss over there. And he and he had this pineapple haircut, and we used to call him Pineapple. He was a dick too. A lot of times, him and Dick Ham would go have lunch together. They could just be dicks because we're the ones doing the real work. So Larry had to work at the at the par, at the cemetery for like three years while I kind of got a cush job. I mean, the worst thing I had to do was clean up a miscarriage. Okay, just no what big big deal. That was a miscarriage. Yeah, oh, miscarriage. We we've, we we're now a certain distance away from it. We could oh, okay. re- recall it. <laughs> Does Larry remember about having to you know? Well, no, so, Dig up but so, you name it? so, no, listen to me. So Sorry. one summer, <laughs> like I've been working there four summers. Well, Larry finally got, he didn't, for the summer, for our summer job, he didn't have to work at the cemetery. He got in with the park. About time, Larry. So me and Larry are like, yeah, you know, I'm getting to work with Larry, but they like Larry a lot. Like Dick and, and John, they yeah, like Larry, Larry a lot. Shove down. No, no, Larry was like a really, really hard worker. Like, and Larry could do anything, like carpentry. You know, I'm very limited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you were worried about sleeping probably, on, the, on the salt bag. Probably, over a fence. Yeah, I mean, me run over a f- I can see why they don't want to put make me and really have a lot of risk, <laughs> you know, cool things to do. Of course not. I can see when they wanted the bathroom, the turds and the miscarriages clean, they'd send me in. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, you know, as an adult, I get it now. So Larry comes in there for that one summer, and he just working circles around everybody, like, you know, being the man. Next thing you know, now Larry's in charge of the whole damn thing. He's been the director for 20 years. Right? Good for him. Good for him. Needless to say now, when I the only time I get a ride, when I go back home to visit Larry, Mm -hmm. he always lets me go over to the shop with the boys, and they let me take my mow. I get get to go mow. But I did hit a fence last time. 
How big was the fence? Oh, the fence was huge. And the, but these mowers that these got, they're not. They're like big Toros or something? Oh, there's these big industrial jobs they got. Yeah. They could really get away from you. Some, you know, full bolt. Next thing I hit a fence, and Larry's like, man. But Larry's the boss. Mm-hmm. So he just tells some guy to fix it. And then we get back in Larry's truck and go screw around a little bit. It's cool being it's cool being the, with the boss. Sure. Yeah. Does, does Larry have a big Wally now? <clears throat> I don't know. Larry was on my big. What, what? No, Larry wasn't on my big Wally eating team. It was me, Jamie Pringle, and Brad Stager for the big Wally eating team. Was really? that a chick, Jamie? Or is that no, a guy? No, Jamie Pringle. He's just a big fat guy. He might be dead now. <laughs> Probably. Ain't too many big Wallies. Yeah, he's a big neck. I'm probably I'm a, <laughs> one third of the big Wally eating team now took officially taking a lick. So you're the only one left. No, I, whole think, big I, think, I think Brad Stager's still around. Yeah. So I don't know how we got into my Warsaw Park Department cleaning up miscarriages. Larry Plummer's the new director, and I did not watch him and Tanya during the summer. I don't know how we got into yes. that. We we were talking about uh, Blitz's huge hog. Oh, on the toilet. Oh, I, I mean, I know you were saying that be. just girls were disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah girls are disgusting. Anna, have you ever encountered a girl? Not, a miscarriage? Well, like, and you know, you're a girl, and you go to girls' bathrooms. Yeah. So do I. And have you noticed, <laughs> like, wow, these girls are pigs. They're taking their napkins, and, like, I would never do that. Do you ever see? Yeah, yeah. So, Anna, have you ever done it? Come on. Done what? Like, thrown tampons in the toilet? Tampons, yeah. Play uh, Tetris? Pads, no. Don't do that. Do you do, like, in your girl world? Yeah. Like, some girls in girl worlds, like, some girls are tampon girls. In girl yeah. worlds. And then some girls are <laughs> pad, and some girls are pad girls. Yeah. Right? And then some girls are, now, okay. Let it so, ride. Yeah. No, now, do they have let it ride girls? Um, yeah. I mean, they would just be cleaning up messes all the time. No, but, but like, I don't think that they just that's... put some paper towels down and let it ride. I don't think that really happens. Yeah, I don't think women in their 30s are, are getting paper towels. What do you think women... Now, we're looking at this historically. This is yeah. a... Blitz, please make sure we denote this, that this is a, oh, okay, a, a yeah. history talk. Okay. Okay. Back in the day, yeah. what type of uh, feminine uh, hygiene did girls have? Let's Rags. Say. That's why they call it being on the rag. Oh, so, let me, can you, can you, maybe I can ask Alexa. Hey, Alexa, when were tampons invented? Tampon is something that was invented in 1929. Oh. Yeah, she got hey, it. You'll hey. see here, back in the, back in the 15s, they just put a rag in the, <laughs> the pants. They and just wear their son's diaper. <laughs> they just let it ride. That's why girls had the bloomers back in the 20s, because they were wearing a diaper. Yeah. Poor little things. Hold on, let me. Hey, Alexa. When did panty liners get invented? Right, that's not cool. Sorry, I don't know that. Starting in the 1840s, they were using trusses or bandages that could suspend on belts between their legs. What? They got they got radials? They got <laughs> they got like belts? They had a trampoline got, in your pants. <laughs> you got a whole you got a whole circus system in your pants? Yeah. You, you, what do you got a shock absorber tampon mount system? <laughs> so you're saying in the 1840s they had a a what? Uh, trusses, they had a pair of pants, trampolines. Trusses or bandages that would suspend on belts between their legs. It's like a high wire right. act. All right. So and that, then there that, was also menstrual on. cups. Oh, hold on. So oh, diva cups are disgusting. Oh, oh yeah. hold on. What do you call them? Diva cups. Mm-hmm. I've never used them. All the WWE divas wear them. No way. Hold on. <laughs> Anna. Yeah. Um, it sounds like. Something that might have been around in the 1800s are now still being used diva cups? 
Because let me said back in the 1840s. Have you ever seen Snoop Dogg's Pimp Cop? <laughs> no, no, but what what is a what is a diva cup? It's like a little um plastic apparatus that you insert inside of yourself and it just basically bleeds into that and then when you're done I guess you just take it out, dump it out. Oh, okay. When your cup runneth over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pour it out. All right. A little so goblet inside it, of you. It looks like this has been around goblet like this spots. might have been the very first Okay, so before diva cups, before period cups, yeah, what did they do? Let me know. You've been the one that's been uh, you being the historian. Being you're the, the one that came historian. up. Yeah, you're you're the one that came up with all this. So you're at 1840. This is all your idea, let me. In, 18, <laughs> in, eight, in 1840, let me. They said they had cups. Yeah, they had cups. Now, what did they have before cups? Oh boy, I think it was just rags. Yeah, just towels. Yeah. Yes. Uh, some people would actually use wooden sticks. The Roman women, Roman sticks, and then you had uh, rags. That gonna do? Ro- Roman, wooden sticks. Wooden sticks. Yeah. <laughs> What's that going to do? A bloody wood. <laughs> All right. That's nasty. Yeah, that's there. There we go. Or rags. So Anna, what type of? Oh, and plants. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> Let me. We're back in the 1700s now. We yeah. got it. Yeah. So, Anna, are you a tampon girl? She actually uses cocoa leaves. Or are you still? Are you a diva cup girl? No, I don't. Are do you a cocoa cup. leave? Are you the suspended with belts? Uh, I don't do tampons when I sleep, so I'll just do pads only when I sleep. All right, just because it freaks now, me. She's out. worried about toxic shock. Yeah, I don't want to. Oh, like, what if, what if I sleep seventeen hours by accident and then uh, I? I sleep through my alarm. Seventh of a Xanax. I, but I don't know that toxic. The to, the toxic shock is even a thing anymore. It, no, it, it is. is. It is. If you were to leave it in for yeah, long for like enough. a week. But wasn't that yeah. like in the eighties? There was like a there was a big. It still happens. Class action suit. Yeah. Where, uh, Mm. like, the women of, I don't know, Connecticut sued. There was, yeah. Playtex or something like that. I don't know. Right? I don't know. But if you leave it in there, basically your blood, your dirty old blood poisons your body. Okay, that's great. Okay, And you go into shock. All right. And I learned about that in fifth grade and scared the S out of me. Yeah, they they, they scare girls with that, which is a real thing, though. Now, I remember when I, and if Larry Plummer is still listening, I. 104. No, he's 140 now. Oh, see. They restructured the numbers. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, Clem to 140. Hope you're listening right now, 140. He just grabbed his radio. Yeah, like the high, like the park, <laughs> the park, the park department now starts at 140. Okay. Yeah, that's all the park. Like if I was working at the park right now, I'd probably be like 165 or something like that. You know, there was a point blitz like in 2017 where I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I was thinking about just I knew that walking away from everything and, yeah, I knew that. and going to live with Larry mm-hmm. and Larry was going to hire me to work at a park department. Yeah, we talked uh-huh. about it. And, you know, it would be like he would make me do anything. I know you were kind of like somewhat joking about it, but I knew you were actually serious. Like I was for real. I know. Like you I was going to move to the park department. I know. This is when Tyler wasn't talking to me. I know. This and was what year, like 2000? 2017. It wasn't that long ago. This is when he was hanging out with me. Oh, yeah. About oh, yeah, I dark done. times. Yeah, I 2017. <laughs> Can I go see a few more Ms. Kizzes or <laughs> hang out with Lummy? I, I well, just, Ms. Kizzes is it? I had just gotten thrown off of Beasley. Nobody yep. in Tampa, you know, really, just like it was, I was like my whole world. I had that huge federal lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I just, I was just, you know, I, Gonna lose my house, uh, you know, lose the bill, lose the studios. Yeah, like I, so I was like, I actually talked to Larry, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, you know what? You can come live with me, because like he's my best friend in the world, and you can, I'll give you a job working at the park." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, of course, I said this to Larry. 
you're not going to make me clean bathrooms, are you? He's like, no, you can mo- you can do whatever you want. I don't care. You still have to clean the fish hut, though. I am no, I, I'm not going to clean the fish hut. Larry's <laughs> actually, if I worked at the park department, I, they, I'd probably just get to hang out with Larry all day. They would just call you Speedy. <laughs> don't worry, Speedo. Speedy will be there. Do you hear about Plumber? Yeah, he hired his best friend there, uh, Bubba Clem, but you know he's kind of like the new Speedy. Mm-hmm. But he's the f- he's fat. I could be fat, Speedy. Fatty. The Speedy was not <laughs> Blitz. Speedy was not. He was real skinny. Okay. And he had this. Always had this big wad of tobacco. Oh, that's that's lovely. He was always and he was always carrying a five gallon bucket with him, no matter where he went. He always had a bucket well, because a, he had to pick up the trash. Never, on the beach. never gonna run into a missus. Hey, just when you thought <laughs> I had the worst job at the Warsaw Park Department when I me cleaning bathrooms. He had, he had loose bowels. That was a, a Speedy S bucket. Speedy had to take now before they had the fancy clippers where you pick up trash with, like the little tongs. Oh yeah, yeah. They right, had a broom handle with a with a nail with on the end. Spike, yeah. Yeah, and Speedy would have to go because you know all day at the beach, these kids they just threw. I mean, the beach was just paper cups and it just it was just right. People don't use the trash barrels; they just leave it, and so you'd have to go it'd take like four hours to clean. The two beaches, and you know, to do it by hand, you got to with this nail and this mm-hmm. stick. That was Speedy's job. So he was always picking up trash, even if he was coming back to the shop for a break. He'd pick up the trash in between. He always had had that damn stick he was hitting, sure, trying to hit, trying to hit uh, trash. That was the worst job to have. But you could usually have that job done by noon. But Speedy, it took Speedy all day, so that's why they called him Speedy. Well, the kids were throwing trash all day long. Yeah, they're just. Well, no, it just Speedy was so slow. But in 2017, I was thinking about going. What stopped you from doing that? I forget. Oh, Twitch. Yeah, things got better. For real. October of 2017 is is Tom B. Well, like July of 2017, they started working on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And it, we, I think we were live or just you know, kind of live or something. October of 2017, which was kind of like our first start date. Yeah. And then that, Anna. Gave us a way to monetize, you know, our show. Mm-hmm. How are you making money before that, really? Well, affiliates and, you know. Okay. But when you Just lose when by. you lose your, you know, your big. Your main source of income. Yeah. Boom. And you hadn't developed any. Like like, like these radio personalities now that, that may be having decent contracts. I mean, anywhere from, say, let's say, I'd say the local guys make anywhere between 30 and 300. Three hundred being the high end. That's quite the spe- spread, though. No, but 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 it's not wrong. I I know, no, right? But that's just. I mean, no, you're right. And my my, my base contract used to be well over a million. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not lying to anybody. Like, I'm not trying to be I lying. Cock, cocky or arrogant, but that's the state of radio right now. Oh, I, sure. I my deal, my two thousand and my Beasley deal was probably the last million dollar contract in Tampa cut. I would oh say. yeah, there's no question. And so that being said, Anna, that's gone. You what? Know, I, w- I went from making you know a million five a year to making forty thousand a year as a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, I can't. Keep In like what? What's the time frame here? Six a months. Day. A day. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much a day. One day. So all of my savings, everything I had, I'm you know selling or trying to to try to keep this together mm-hmm. in, a, in a like december of 2017 you know twitch is not making nearly what we need like you know 14 1500 started. i started the first week of december of 17 yeah and like you know we're making 1500 a month yeah 2000 a month you know we're like and i told the blitz i told blitz hey, listen if uh 
we're either going to have to move out of here in a midnight move. We were, we were planning on that. Yeah, we're like, because, and by the way, Anna, we're getting ready to lose the building, and we don't know who the new landlords are going to be. We, our plan was literally like somebody else was going to buy the building. We weren't going to pay rent for as long as we could, and then the last day, come in here at midnight and just rip everything out of yeah. it and go find something. We were going to tell the new landlord, hey, listen, man, you know, what's what, our, what? how much our rent? Oh, your rent's uh, 8500 Okay, we'll uh, Well, okay. We'll, we'll get, well, I'll get you. And string along midnight, as long as we could. 60 days he comes. Uh, listen, man, we're, we're, we got it. We got it. Mm-hmm. We know. 90 days. You, you could be there for six months before he legally could really get you out. Right. So we were going to, me and Blitz were like, listen, we're going to stay for like five and a half months. When we start getting eviction, like you know, yeah. Notices. When we got like when we got like two days left, yeah. When the landlord comes and wants to change the locks, and he has like the cops with him. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> night, I was like, "Let's get a hold of Iggy." Oh yeah, all, all all the boys, all the boys, rip everything out of here. Rip out all the equipment that we need. Leave what we don't. Yep. And then go to like a little strip mall mm-hmm. on a just something cheap, like 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 let me like let me you know like those little warehouses you can get for like a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just set something up. And there. just set something up. You know, build a little, just a build a little studio. Mm-hmm. And that was the plan. That's it. Or move to Warsaw and work for Larry Plummer yeah. and live with Larry Plummer and just, you know, know that uh, I have a son back in t- Florida and we also maybe, got some... maybe he can come up and see me a couple times a year. But, I, you know, I got to try to survive and live. You were also getting some not great advice when we first started Twitch or when you guys first started Twitch about different things to do and not do and limits and all that and we f- figured out that wasn't the right thing to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you you're, yeah, you're talking about yeah, Tom's well, partners. He had run off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so you were lucky because Twitch got better and you got a cool landlord. Yes. Yeah. So we got this guy, this this, this Mark Tate, this landlord, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, I I kind of believe in you guys, and I bought." Yeah, Mark Tate screwed our plans up. Like Mark Tate says, Mark <laughs> Tate buys the building, and he says, "You know what? I, I don't, I don't, you know, he's like he's really rich." Like, yeah. you know, he goes, I like to buy commercial investments and stuff. He goes, I also like to believe in people. And he goes, mm-hmm. I, I listened to you and you all through. So he knew who you were. were. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, I listened to you, you know, back when you were on 98 Rock and 102.5, and I've read about you, and I've met you, and I know you're going through hell right now. But I think, I think, and I was giving him my ideas as how I could think I can make things better. And, you know, I was having to try to, like, be a salesman to him yeah. to prove to him that I could afford the rent. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, I'm not going to buy the building and have somebody default, and so he kind of like is like, I'm going to, be- I believe in you guys, and mm-hmm. if, if if you can't pay the rent for a while, no big deal. And we're like, okay, we want to do this, this, and this. He's like, no big deal. So since we got a cool landlord, we didn't pull the oh, yeah. Baltimore Colts Mayflower Midnight move, Willie. Otherwise, we were going to. And then if that didn't work, Anna, I was going to move to to Warsaw, Indiana, and work at the Warsaw Park. Department. Wow. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't necessarily know. I wouldn't be just as happy doing that. Yeah. Probably have less stress. Yeah. But I don't think that you would fi- feel as fulfilled you as you do not. now. I probably, I wouldn't have an, a- you know, my, Blitz, my avenue would be cutting on the guys at work all day. Every day. Then, every, every day you get to work, you can be like, pick the, pick the two-way radio. Yo, 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 guys. Who's who's listening to me? This is the homie with the big boy. Uh, <laughs> Bubba Club here on the Works on Two-Way Radio. Just want everybody to know, cloudy skies today and 79 and a high. <laughs> I'm over here with weather, uh, you're doing weather and time checks? Yeah, I'm over, I'm over here at the Warsaw Shed here, and I just want to let you know the beach looks pretty good. Yeah. And uh, listen, 147, uh, your wife's got nice jugs. Oh, my God. Woo! There's ACDC. Don't yeah. forget stamps.com. 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 <laughs> for all you guys out there that's got businesses, well, they don't have businesses. They're working for a city of Warsaw. Right, right. Oh, okay.
So, I mean, uh, yeah. I'd go live with Larry in a minute. I mean, like, what other, who, I, mean, I could live with my mom, I guess, but that would be. In the oh, villages? It, but I'm just thinking, like, I'd probably have to go sell cars. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, no, you know what, Blitz? I think I could probably get a job as a heavy equipment operator. I'm I'm good enough that I could get a guy to hire me, and then I would get better. Like I'm, hopefully. Well, no, no, Blitz. I mean, it, it's all like I'm pretty good at working heavy sh- machinery now. Just working it on the weekends for eleven, twelve years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty good on grader. But the guys like Elwood and David Markham uh, and and Bulldozer Kevin, like those guys, are like. Yeah. But I would eventually get good the better, you know. Sure, the more you So practice. I could probably, if I didn't do radio, I could probably go get, if I didn't go work for Larry. But see, but there's a little bit of me that wants to do that because I'd like to go back and live in Warsaw my later years. With, yeah, now with, that you got your mom to move down here, you want to move to, Mor- to Warsaw. No, but like Why? once my mom, well, I don't know. I don't know. But I want I like to live with Larry. That's your we dream? Get Larry, when's Larry going to retire? Never. He's he's a hard. He'll he will never retire. He's got a nice pension coming. Well, yeah. He, the, you wouldn't believe the pension. So Larry. Oh, is I so, know. I know. Larry is so tight. Like he'll work a whole another year because he's going to get an extra thirty six cents on his pension check. <laughs> you know when he finally does retire. Like Larry. Larry, Larry, Larry will never here. retire. So no. when you when you think about your golden years, like the like last years coming. of your life, and most people think about growing old with a with a partner and no. you know having a house, having grandkids. You just want to live with Larry Plummer. Well, that's I, your dream, no, just growing old like. with Larry. Not, not live with Larry, but be in at least next door neighbors. Yes, or be in the same city, or be close closer to Larry. What, are the, I, of, what are the chances of getting Larry to move down here? Well, I I, I kind of got a plan. Okay, but I don't know. I, I can't say it on the radio because he's not him. listening. <laughs> one one forty turned his radio off a little bit ago. I, I, I got a plan. He's got see, a miss kids to clean up. Center league. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the plan involves something very disrespectful, and I you're gonna what? kill his wife. No, but oh, sorry. she is older than him, oh, and oh, she's no. gonna die before him. <laughs> is she? And she, I mean, she's women usually live longer. No, no, no. Well, she's Mary Lou is gonna die before Larry because Larry is an absolute stud, and he's my age. So Larry's got, you know, he's going to live to 85. And she's probably going to be around by 10 more years. I'm thinking that when after Mary Lou dies, God bless her little soul, <laughs> then Larry can come down here and live with me. Does she not want to move down here? Well, no, because all the grandkids and she's got four kids. And no. Okay. The answer is no. Okay. Like she can. But with Larry, once his lovely wife dies, not under, not under duress or anything, but just natural causes, God bless her little soul. <laughs> Then, pillow, pillow over the face. Then, yeah, when Larry's mothers are <laughs> two years from now, I, I think we, I, I think I can get Larry down here. Well, you better hope he doesn't. Can I replace him with you? I mean, I'd fire you and get him in here. All just right. like, just like uh, if uh, I had to work for him, he's going to give me a cush job. Well, if he's going to come down and work for me, I'm going to give him a cush. Oh, but he's going to have like a big ass pension. Yeah, he's going to be retired. You can't afford him. See, that's, that's the thing. Florida. But that's what I'm most. Rep- that's what I'm most worried about. About to be honest with everybody. What? Is the fact that I've had to sell it all, all my stocks. <clears throat> I have no, I own nothing just to be able to keep this thing going. But we got it going now, right? But in order to keep it going, yeah. I had to, like, you know, I have no, I have no savings. Right. I, the only thing I'm going to get when I re, when I can't work anymore is whatever the government gives me. My, my, that's all I'm getting is Social Security. But like Denzel and Larry mm-hmm. and all these really responsible people. Like they're gonna get these huge pensions for, for doing the, nothing now for the rest of their life. I know. Like I think Larry, I think Larry gets like when he 
Like he's like in the drop program or something. Oh, he is now. So he's already retired no, and no. went back to work. No, no, he's uh, he's in some kind of program where like when he retires, they give him like three hundred and fifty thousand right there. Okay, and then he gets like twenty eight hundred for the rest of his life with full medical. Right. Like yeah, that's that's what, that's what government jobs get that, you, man. That's straight like rich. I know. Three hundred right here. Thank you for your 40 years of service. You're going to get three grand for the rest of your life, along with your Social Security and free blown health care. And here I am being funny on the radio for $12. <laughs> no savings, no perf. That's what they call it. It's, called. You, you your, it's like years of service. Oh, yeah. With uh, your age. And so Larry's 55 and he's worked there for like 40 years. And so he's like, not. But he's gonna he'll get us like he'll get maxed out at a hundred, which I think at that point you you get a hundred percent of your highest year salary. Right. That's badass, man. <laughs> Larry's probably the richest guy I know right now. He needs to move down to Florida. What? He needs to move down to Florida. He does do or just buy a house down here. Oh, he's Larry's so tight. He will not buy nothing. Well, no, yo. The reason why he's so rich is because he's so tight. I mean, it's a good investment. Though. I know. I wish I was as if I was as tight as Larry when I was really rolling. Could you imagine if I was as tight as Larry when I was really rolling, like making three, four million a year for the three or four years I did? Imagine back then. I if, wouldn't have. I wouldn't even be hanging out with you people. Back, I know you'd hate us. Thank all. God I was not responsible <laughs> not with my money like because that. I wouldn't be here. So grateful even, for that. You wouldn't. The two thousand people that I'm entertaining on Twitch and the zillions everywhere else. I wouldn't even be here right now. Could you imagine if, if, if back I had then, if I had really made some sound investments? Yeah, starting in the '98 Rock days, if you actually did start buying houses <laughs> to rent out, you'd have like 80 of them right now. But Blitz, I was my my second year into this. '92 uh, was my first year. Then '93, the Power Pigs like, man, this guy has mm-hmm. got the it factor. He's got like 52 shares. So they instantaneously, I started making a hundred grand salary Jeez. year t- year two. Right. And then I'd make another. Three thousand a week on gigs, yeah. So cash. I was doing like, like ten grand a month in cash, right? And if I just would have been bought and been buying these little think fifty back, and sixty thousand dollar fixer uppers, I was back just gonna then, say a fifty thousand dollar house back then yeah. is, is worth like three fifty to four hundred now. Yeah, like and I'm you'd, be getting, you'd be getting twenty five hundred dollars uh, a be, month rent. I'd be so rich. You'd be hanging out with Ron Diaz. I'd just be rich. Yeah, you would. It's not sitting here having to get up at 4.30 in the morning. You'd laugh like a, at like Kevin. A little, like a little squirrel trying to You'd laugh get at a little Kevin. nut. Kevin, uh, Kevin, you only got 45 houses. Yeah. <laughs> I got 100 Bitcoin. Yeah, I got 100 Bitcoin. Yeah. I got hot bitches because I'm rich. Right. Blah, 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 blah.